0: Yeah, so real quick, uh, Aunt Karen and Mom, if you're, uh, if you're about to listen to this, you should probably just shut it off right now. There's a lot of, a lot of swearing. A lot of forward F-bombs, yeah. S-bombs. Yeah, so just a disclaimer, don't, don't waste your time. Uh, Aunt Karen, you're not going to want to listen to too much of this. All right.
1: <laughs> My name's Dustin Zahn, and this is Trainwrecks. My guest this week, if you haven't guessed it already, is Derek Plesleco. For anybody that's been involved in techno or acid house type music in the past 10 to 15 years in the United States, uh, there's a really good chance you know him, you've met him, you've seen him play, or you've simply just heard of him. Uh, If you don't know who he is, he's another one of those Midwest guys that uh, is kind of like a hero, Midwest powerhouse. He kicks ass behind the decks and uh, eventually moved over to Europe to try his hand at the international scene. Um, He released his first record about six years ago on Perk Tracks uh, and has had a variety of remixes and collaborations since then. But as a producer, he's been relatively quiet, and he would probably be the first to admit that he considers himself more of a DJ. And uh, that's about to change because... Last week saw the release of his first solo EP in six years on um, the label Bunker out of New York. Um, if you're not familiar with the Bunker crew, it's a mixture of uh, producers and DJs that, well, I would say there's a heavy focus on U.S. talent, but there are some international acts such as uh, Donato Dazzi and uh, Adam Hart as well. So, um, check out those artists on that label, the podcasts, if you see a label night or a party pop up and you're into psychedelic kind of techno, this is definitely up your street. Uh, what else can I say about Derek aside from the fact that he's just a really fun guy? Um, you know, he's another one of those where due to geography, I didn't really get to see him much in the United States. But we did know each other and hung out a bit and partied a little. But uh, it wasn't until we were both in Berlin that we really got to spend a lot more time together. And uh, we're always cracking each other up and having a good time. Uh, I really wanted to get him on the show uh, phew, way back in the beginning already. But you know, instead of being a wild man like the past, he's a dad now. And uh, he's a family man, so he's got shit to do. I appreciate him taking the time out to come over and chat with me about, I don't know, whatever we get into as DJs and whatever about life. We answer a bunch of dumb questions and uh, talk a little bit about his past days as a raver and touring around as a tour manager for Richie Houghton and a little bit more. So I hope you enjoy that part of it. There's one more quick thing I got to bring up before we get on to the interview There's a new section on the website, yeah, that actually exists if you've never been there. It's uh, www.trainrexpodcast.com. If you check it out, there's a new section at the top there called Submit Questions or something to that extent. Uh, If you go there, you can easily uh, send in your questions for the show, whether it's anonymously or with your name. So we'll give you a shout out. And uh, it kind of lists off some of the upcoming guests so you can tailor your questions towards specific guests. Or if you just have a general question or a topic you want to hear about in one of the upcoming episodes, shoot it over my way and we'll see what happens. Um, Just because you submit it doesn't mean that I'm going to bring it up, but fuck it, give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Uh, That's all, so enjoy this episode. Thanks
0: checking there we go Hey, I'll just get right on it <laughs> hey how's it going
1: it's five fifty-five in the morning mm, what's going on
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah up, baby, baby. <laughs> oh nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what I'm talking about Everyone,
0: we, we should both have our own
1: yeah we should
0: you should just like say
2: hey yeah yeah
1: I'm sitting here with Derek Sweet. PlayStation. How's it going? Hey, or no, PlayStation. it was- <laughs> oh, sorry. Right.
0: You were warming up for that one, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that from one of your uh, questions you put out last night? I remember that oh, shit, okay. but sorry. I was reminded, rather. I, I'm sure. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so uh, just to kick it off, we were talking... Actually, we tried to start the podcast... <laughs> And then this goddamn drilling started happening outside the minute that I was hitting record. Yeah, it was a little loud. So we dipped out and had some breakfast, and now we're here and ready to do this. Yeah. What, what time do you got to head out,
0: by the way? Uh, t- I, by 2.30, I have to be gone. So All we, right. We got two hours. Nobody will want to hear us for that long, so we're probably fine. Not. Probably not. They've already probably already tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still
1: listening, sit here with Derek Puslaco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Sweet so yeah I, I was I was just telling Derek during our little lunch while we waited for the drilling to stop. um I had some crazy shit happen at my house yesterday um, I'll just go into the story a uh, little precursor um for those of you who don't know uh Berlin, as of May 1st, banned Airbnb to rent out, like, a whole apartment. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Oh. So, it's like, if you, if you have a two-bedroom apartment or three or whatever, you can rent one of the rooms, but okay. you can't rent out the whole apartment anymore. Because, apparently, um, there was, like, just in this neighborhood uh, hood or city alone, there was, like, 2,500 apartments that nobody actually lived right. in. Right. They were just holiday apartments. Right. So, that... <clears throat> You know, and it was actually causing the rent to go up for everybody in Berlin. So this was a good thing. The law went into order May 1st. However, it's May 4th today. May the 4th be with you, as we were saying. <laughs> uh, yesterday, on May 3rd, two days after the bill passed, some dipshits decided to protest uh, outside my house. Um problem is, is uh, you know, I'm, I, there's six floors to this building. There's two apartments on each floor, or flats, right. in European language. Yeah. Uh, so on the fourth one, uh, there's one of these places that a company owns that just does full-time Airbnb. I was never really big on these people. Like just this weekend, we had these two drunk Australian girls in the <laughs> elevator. They're like, oh, where do we go? I don't know, you know, and all this shit. So I, I was totally over this thing. I, I was not to them. Nobody in the building really liked that they were here. But anyway, around uh, like 4 o'clock yesterday, I, I hear some noise outside. I'm like, what the fuck? And... There's always a lot of tourism in the market and everything sure. that's going on on the street. So, Oh, yeah. Yesterday was Tuesday, so the market was going. Yeah, it was just chaos anyway. Yeah. I look out the window, and there's like, you know, at that point, maybe 50 people out the window. <laughs> and I'm like, they're definitely not here for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And it's keeps, there's, they got these like makeshift banners and flags. And, and in Berlin, they protest all the time. Sure. Right? So. And it was just after May Day. I, I didn't really know if it was a political thing, but all I know is it was kind of annoying me because I was, after the May Day festivities, as I was telling you, I promised myself I was going to buckle down and yeah. get shit handled. And uh, so I'm sitting there and it, it doesn't stop for like 20 <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to walk down to this Turkish market, which is basically a farmer's market, and get my veggies and stuff for the, for the next couple of days. And hopefully by the time I'm done, this shit show will be over. Yeah. Well, I I open my door and I go downstairs and in the hallway, there's just these random fucking people with <laughs> bandanas and masks and shit running in my hallways. So I'm like, what the fuck, you know? So I was starting to get a little angry and I walk outside and there's people, they kind of wedged my door open. That's like a security door. And um, I said, all right, well... I'm going to close this fucking thing because I don't want any more of these strangers in my building. I'm super protective of it. Sure. And I know my neighbors and a lot of these people travel all week for work and stuff. So I close it and I'm starting to walk away towards the farmer's market. And this activist comes up and grabbed me like, you know, two minutes later. She's like, did you close the door and lock it on us? I'm like, I didn't lock the door on you guys. I just closed it. She's like, why? I'm like, because I don't want you in my fucking building. That's why, <laughs> you know, I don't know who you are. Right. And she's like, you well, bandana. they can't get out. And then I look and then they're like, uh, all of a sudden I turn around and, uh, you know, these windows, there's people jumping out of the windows and shit and breaking like the ledges and stuff. Holy like, what shit. What the fuck is going on now? So I'm like, I got to get this door open. I go up and I try to open the key and some fucker took super glue or whatever and glued the lock shut. And I'm like, well, the, the, the lock is glued shut. And they're like... Well, you did it. You glued the lock. I'm like, why would I glue the lock yeah, right. to my own fucking house? Yeah. And they're like, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, the lock's glued. And like, well, we didn't do it. I said, I didn't say you did it, but someone did. And right. I can't even get into my own building. Right. And, like, people were getting frustrated. And then one of the activists, or so they're called, uh, <laughs> from the inside just got pissed off and jerked the door so hard that he ripped the the lock open. And, well, now the door is yeah, open. Yeah, right,
0: as I found out. Yeah,
1: and... um so then I went in the hallway, and it's just chaos. There's probably, like, in that twirling spiral way, Yeah. there's, like, 20, 30 people. Just all up and down the floor. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, this is fucking chaos. This has got to end. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I knew the girl across from me. She was home. So I'm knocking on her door, like, what the hell's going on? She's like, I don't really know. There's flags over my windows, and people are going crazy. And so the, the bat that I had. Wait, have-
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. So those flags that from the video that you had or whatever, that. So it wasn't someone in the building that put those up. The the protesters got into the building and That's put what those I'm getting flags at <laughs> So as
1: I'm talking to her, the story fills out. These people, uh, you know, these are these people that wanted to protest the Airbnb taking over right. the market, taking over the city. Which, however, they're protesting something that a bill was put in place two days before that actually supports their cause. So it's kind right. of redundant. Right. You know what I mean? And... um so then what happens is, but you know, these people are going crazy, and she gets locked out. So, like, finally, I'm like, fuck it. And I, I grab the baseball bat that I have right. in the hallway, and I bring it out, and I'm pissed off. Of course, I wasn't going to hit anybody, but these Germans haven't seen anything like that. So, like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, all of a sudden, like, on my floor, they're, like, staying a floor above and a floor below, but they're kind of yelling down, like, whoa well, what's going on? I'm just like... I want you guys out of my fucking building. They're like, well, don't you support our cause? I'm like, of course I do, but there's already a law that supports us now. Why are you here? And they're like, well, would you like some literature? I'm like, no, I don't want any fucking literature. I want you out of my building. And they're like, well, why do you want to sell it? I'm like, because you broke into my building. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't belong here. That's breaking and entering.
0: We have a no bandanas over the face policy. Exactly. For There's this dipshit the that
1: was like wouldn't come down the stairs, <laughs> but he's peeking his head down the stairs. He's got a red ba- or a yellow bandana and these like red heart shaped glasses, trying to like talk sense <laughs> to me. And I'm I'm just fucking irate. And then at that time, the girl, the draft from the the wind from the summer closed the girl's door shut on me, the, the neighbor girl. So now her she was locked out of her flat because it was locked. Oh, man. So now there's this chaos going on. I'm trying to get these people to leave, and I'm trying to get her door open so the locksmith doesn't have to be called. Sure. Which obviously, he's coming anyway because they broke the fucking <laughs> locks. <laughs> um, so long story gets longer. Uh, you know, it starts off kind of mellow, at least outside, and they're like, we're doing this, you know, announcing their thing. But then it gets crazy, and uh, I posted a video of it on Instagram. At this point, there's maybe like a 100-plus people, and like they start fighting the cops and beating the shit out of each other. And like, there's that car down there. I didn't see it, but there's footprints all over the car. I think somebody was jumping all over on the car and stuff. Whoa. And it gets really fucking out of hand. And the thing that I forgot to mention is while I'm talking to these people in the hallway trying to get them to get the hell out, yeah. they're like, well, why do you want us to leave? I'm like... Because I don't know you people. I don't trust you. You're covering your faces, and like, this is people's homes. You could break into homes. You could break into mine. Right. I, got all, so I got expensive shit in here. I got all my records and stuff. I'm like, we're not here to break into your house. We're here to protest. I'm like, probably. But what's to say you won't come back? They're like, we wouldn't do that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do you even know these people? And right. then they're just looking at each other like nobody said anything. I'm like, of course. You're all dipshits from the internet that are like, you know, anonymous or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, so you're going to vouch for people you don't know? I don't think so. So it's like, what's to say that even if these protesters are legitimate, they could go to the bar and be like, dude, I was at this protest in this building, and it seems like there's some expensive shit in there. And then some guy overhears them at the bar, and then they come and rob the fucking place. You know what I mean? So finally the cops show up, and I had cops posted up in my hallway all night, and they they haul the people out. Because what happened in the end is these people broke into my building, then they broke into the Airbnb flat. And uh, so they did the get it they, they get got it. in, and they were the ones that were hanging the flags and okay. the banners, and they threw like a lot of the furniture and the blankets and shit out the window and uh, yeah, dude, it was getting rowdy, <laughs> and like that's why all those garbage is out there okay. and there's like if you look in the tree, there's like I don't know why there's wigs, but there's like wigs and <laughs> I think bras and shit in the tree It's ridiculous and um oh, man. you know, so then the cops come, and finally I'm just like I talked to one I'm like well, what's up with this? I'm supposed to go to a birthday dinner. Uh, Capriati was trying to get me to go to the boiler room last night. With, Your with favorite and Italian. Helmet. Yeah, I love Capriati. And <laughs> fucking so... Uh, but I'm like, I, I was going to leave my house, but I don't want to leave my house with these fuckers around, you know? Right. And they're like, well, here's the deal. Um, there's about 12 people that are posted up in this apartment, and uh, we have to wait until they leave in order to get this place. I'm like... Wait a minute. So po- this is where the my police were saying this. Yeah, and like as an American, I found this fucking crazy. Yeah, right. Which let me. I found it crazy this- that
0: you were saying that they were hitting the cops and they oh were- yeah,
1: and the cops were just shoving them back. Right. But like in America, this whole situation would have been done in five or ten minutes flat. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's the fact. Right, right? right. For sure. So, but I was the one that called the cops on this ordeal, and when I called one one zero, which is basically nine one one. I It says some shit in German that I don't understand because I don't speak German that well. But then in English, it says, uh, um, the line is busy. Please don't call us. And then it just hangs up. <laughs> and that's the most bizarre shit I've ever heard as American. Because as you know, when yeah. you call 911, like, that's fucking serious. Yeah, right. Like, you're locked in. Even if you accidentally call, they're still going to send a cop over yeah, to totally. make sure <laughs> shit's cool. Totally. So this line's just like, dude, don't call us. That's incredible. <laughs> So anyway, the cops do show up, and to to blow my mind... How long did it take? um, 20 minutes. Okay. (laughs) Which, you know, in Minneapolis, it's worse, actually. Yeah. But, um, so, I'm like, you got to wait for these people that have literally taken this place hostage... To leave, so everything's cool because they didn't want to get into a predicament, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it blows my mind because it's like not only they broke and entered right. into this building, they, they're destroying a private residence and right. terrorizing things and like all these things that, like by American law, like these fuckers would be hauled off to jail immediately. Over one of them. They, yeah, they would ram the door in and take these people out right. and just beat the hell out of them before they take yeah, them. Yeah, a long time. Long and they're time just like, well, then. we're going to wait for them to leave. So then finally, they got a hold of the company that owns the building and got their permission to either get a key or break in, and then they hauled out the 12 people, and then the night was basically over. Whoa! But, I mean, it was fucking chaos, you know? <laughs> it and
0: sounds pretty exciting, man.
1: Yeah, but it, it stressed me out just because I, I like to... Um, I like the home to be a little bit tranquil and yeah, I have sure. my own personal shit with cops like having cops posted out my door kind of freaks me yeah, out of course. Like you know how you see those dogs, the rescue dogs like if they see water they fucking yeah, start yeah, pissing yeah, themselves yeah, yeah. like that's me with cops cuz I got <laughs> in trouble when I was younger, you know? So I just was like everybody I talked to like dude, you don't you seem a little frazzled, you know?
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it out alive. Yeah, I did, thankfully. Yeah. So that's
1: my protest story, but anyway, <laughs> good, good to have you
0: on the show, man. Hey, man, glad to be here. Uh, sorry it's taken so damn long. Yeah, it's all right. You're a dad now. I've also, yeah, I've also just realized that, like, you know, for the first time in a long time, I made a uh, New Year's resolution, and I didn't keep it, like, <laughs> Which very, one was that? Uh, to hang out with you more often, and this is that's basically right. the first time we're hanging out since New Year's, and long before then, even. That's true. Yeah. You know, it, it was a shame I mean, we that saw you on the street a couple times, but that doesn't count. Ice you know, cream time. Yeah. It's, yeah. Fraulein Frost. Exactly. Get a but, little, little plug-in for Fraulein Frost. There you
1: go. Great ice cream in Berlin. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, I mean, even even though we had a little uh, impromptu breakfast this morning, it was, it was still nice, nice to hang. Yeah. yeah, for
0: sure. We're still doing wish it. wish
1: we had the mic going. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, a lot of this is because you're a father now. Yeah. And we, we brought it up earlier, but I think it's kind of funny and worth mentioning to people. Tomorrow is actually the German Father's yes, Day. Yes, sir. Uh, which... It's pretty funny cuz it's completely unlike what you would know in America or most polar, other countries.
0: Polar opposite.
1: Do you want to explain it? Sure.
0: I mean, in, you know, in America, it's basically, you know, of course, I mean, it's, it's it's you know, honor the father, do nice things for daddy, show him you appreciate him, you know, like all this stuff, and you know, you get you get free, you know, you get a pair of socks or something yeah. you know, from your kid. Uh, here it's all about leave me the fuck alone. That's right. <laughs> like you just the fathers just get together and they, uh, from what I'm told, they they pull a cart around town like a like a wagon or something. I think it's a specific type of cart, but I don't know. I haven't actually seen it in action this whole this whole holiday in action. And they just get drunk. Yeah, that's it.
1: Which I'm, is my kind of holiday. It, it's like because Berlin is that kind of political border town of East versus West. I think I forget which side is which. I think the West side is more um, traditional, like spend time with your kids. And the east side, I could have it, back, I could have it backwards. Yeah. But the east side's basically like, um, fuck the family. I'm going with the boys, <laughs> and we're getting hammered. Right. And I, I've seen it. I saw it in action last summer because I saw all these groups of guys. <laughs> and I thought I saw one or two groups of guys at first. And I'm like, uh, this is strange. Yeah. It was a bachelor weekend or something. Right, 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 right. And then someone told me later, like, oh, no, this is Father's Day. I'm like, that's what they do on Father's Day? Yeah, that's apparently. incredible.
0: And, you know, this, is my, this would be technically my third one if I knew that it existed the past two years, there was one, I think I knew it existed last year, but maybe I wasn't here or something. I think that, I think that's entirely possible. Um, but yeah, I, if, if I would have known that it involved, you know, pulling a cart full of alcohol around the city, I I would have made a point to been here. (laughs) 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 I would have participated.
1: You can get behind that. Yeah. I can (laughs) any day of the year. Um, but I, it also reminded me of another story when, uh, I found out that you were going to be a father. You okay. remember that?
0: I told you at P bar, right?
1: No, I told, I, I discovered it. You discovered it. So, um, Oh yeah. This go is ahead. early yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty funny. Oh yeah. before we were telling people, you know, we were at Panorama bar, one of these random Sundays or whatever. Yeah. We're both pretty tanked at the time. Yeah. And, uh, I know that Derek was trying to move and he was looking at places yep. and, uh, I'm trashed, So I'm across from the bar and I don't remember even why it came up, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Or I think you said, like, i got to move. I can't have a
0: shot or something. No, no, yeah, no, we weren't. I wasn't moving. I think I was apartment hunting at the time. Yeah. So it was before You're trying Heidi to be had responsible. It was before Heidi had gotten here. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was like right after she had told me that she was pregnant. And I, I said something about, like, I think I said, like, no, I'm looking for an apartment that's got to have two bedrooms. Something, something like that, like yeah. That. Yeah, and, and, you, I, and you were
1: just like, what? and I was like, What are you gonna move to fucking Parents Lauerberg oh, or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Which is a nickname we gave to this neighborhood neighborhood called Friends Lauerberg because it's mostly for starter families and stuff. Yeah. And you look at me like this eyes like, What the fuck? <laughs> and you're like, Come here, like almost I didn't know if I was gonna get my ass kicked or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I come over, I'm like, What? He's like, What do you know? Who told you like, ass? <laughs> What I was, I was like, "Dude, what, what's going on?" He was all serious and like very inquisitive. What the fuck?
0: Like, who told you?
1: And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Wait, wait are you gonna be a fucking father?" Like, I totally <laughs> was just joking around. Yeah, and, right. Because this was, I don't know, a month or two after it was Because usually, you wait till like three months or something. Yeah, right? no,
0: yeah, totally. I mean, she, she had Heidi had known for uh, my wife. She had known for. Um, like a month, and she kept it from me. She didn't tell me. So no. like she, uh, she wanted to tell me in person. Yeah. Um. Which and the way she did it is unbelievable. But, um, <sighs> I've told the story a million times. But nonetheless, um, yeah. So it's like we find. I found out early June that you know we got to find yeah. an apartment asap. Stat. Yeah. You know. And so this was like before my birthday at the end of June and everything. And then and yeah, she was and she finally moved here on like July twenty first. So we signed on. I mean, it must have been it must have been like a week after she told me. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I mean it was really yeah. sudden because I the way that you put it, you were like nobody knew, and yeah. I was just fucking around. I mean Gla- so.
0: Glazer knew, Schmitty, Josh Glazer. We, yeah, you were like, what Glazer tell you? Yeah, I, I probably, probably you was know, like, did like, Glazer tell <laughs> you? Um, and Raymond knew because uh, because we wanted Raymond to know because before Heidi had moved here, Raymond's our favorite bartender at P Bar. Um, if we we wanted Raymond to know because if for some reason Heidi, the, God forbid, like lost the kid. Raymond was gonna have to be like serving me the alcohol to like numb me. Keep it going. So he yeah. should know that. that <laughs> just so that, keep that's, it steady. And then we told Kate Coffee and that was I think as big as the club got, like right off the bat. But yeah. that was only because Heidi wasn't living here and, and yeah, we just
1: Oh yeah, that you're just supposed to keep it quiet for a Yeah, us, for sure.
0: Know? For sure.
1: But so anyway, since then, uh, you know, our late nights out together have Almost come to a standstill. Pretty much, man. But you know, it'll pop up at some point. Yeah, uh, I still made it out. Actually, no, for your bachelor party, we we hung out
0: all night. Yeah, how so. late? I can't remember how late you stayed.
1: Uh, I well, I ended up going to Watergate afterwards, so I was that's out right. till like seven in the morning. I don't know about you guys. Oh, but, we were we, oh, we at least noon. Oh, at least
0: noon. yeah, I mean, yeah that's we, right. We, we closed went, Ipsa. Uh, yeah, we stayed at Ipsa till till it was over, and then we went to oh by by the the bar over here on. Uh, by Sean Oh, that's right—the one that never closes. But I don't. I think. But didn't
1: somebody like a couple of guys keep going even after that for a while?
0: Uh, me, J- uh, I saw
1: you that evening again. I think.
0: Yeah, we called it quits probably around one or two. Yeah. It was me, Mark Schneider, Sean O'Mara, and John Schmidt. Yeah, I remember. We, and then and then uh, yeah, we went eight, and then uh, something. I think Schneider wanted to keep going, yeah. and I was just like, I'm done.
1: <laughs> I thought I ran in. You guys at like CDV or something. I I don't remember. Yeah, but anyway, not, we didn't make the CDV. I mean, it, it was fun. But it wasn't too scandalous. I mean, my yeah. my scandalous part of the evening was I ate a cheeseburger because yeah, I was right. vegetarian at right. that point. So, but it was a lot, it was a good time. Yeah, you know? it was nice fucking around. We went we ended up at Matrix Club, which is a club for like eighteen year old <laughs> girls. Yeah, it was hilarious listening to like Sean Paul and everything. Yeah,
0: yeah it was it was uh, yeah some some of our friends. uh some of our friends didn't see the humor in it as much as we did
1: no but I thought it was hilarious <laughs> yeah. but yeah <laughs> nice one and then
0: it was like kill, kill two fifths of vodka as quick as possible and then we went to Ipsa yeah that's right Ipsa and oh, oh Char- and ah, so stuff. yeah because Will Lynch was doing his thing there
2: yeah,
1: yeah good times but since then you've been pretty busy uh, doing a lot of DJing you got a new record yeah all that kind of stuff so. yeah
0: the record was finished I, fin- I finally finished oh interesting um uh yeah finished it like last September like Brian from the bunker was uh he was just like yeah I need this I need this finished all your tracks edited down and sent back to me like all four of them uh by the time my go- he was going to labyrinth so he mm-hmm. needed uh he needed all the all the stuff like right then and there and I was just like okay or maybe it was when we got back Either or in that time span, yeah. He, I had like a, I had like you know like a week. He's like, if you don't get it to me now, it's not going to come out in February because the plan was to have it come out when we did the bunker night at Bergheim, uh, the big takeover in, in, yeah. in, in February. I think it was February. Um, but yeah, that was supposed to be like the the record for it, you know. And then yeah, something happened with the pressing plant, and now it uh, it finally came out last week. Even it was supposed to come out uh, this Friday, but yeah, it came out a week early. So I mean I got it, it this leaked, morning. It leaked, it got
1: leaked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to all the record shops. Yeah. Uh I just got it this morning so I haven't even been able to hear it yet but what what what's uh what's the record
0: like uh, for those who haven't heard it? I mean it's four tracks. It's the first time I've uh, I've done um a full EP on my own with like you know either no remixes or at least someone like, you know, like hard vision, uh, Nathan, who we lost this morning, man. He moved, oh, he left today. He moved, Yeah, I knew he was I, taking I, off. I, but. I, I, I wanted to drive him to the airport, even just to see him off. Damn. But yeah, we lost our L I P, live in peace,
2: Nathan. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Since yeah, so he moved back to he moved to Windsor. But I'll see him in anime. Anyways, like my, my EP for Perk tracks, like what, like almost six years 2010, ago. 2010, yeah. yeah. So, um, he beefed up the kick for me and everything. So I was like, I made the track with like this really stupid kick. And he's just like, you don't want to like, you know, tune that down a little perk bit. Perk or the and, new record? No, the old, the, the, no, no, t- Nathan. Oh, okay. so Nathan kind of got in there and then and then he basically like, Boosted all the levels and like ran, ran it through, like you know, just where everything sounded like it. Basically, he turned it into what I thought it had already sounded like. Okay, you know what I mean, like, yeah. like completely unmastered. Like, or oh, whatever. that's what I wanted. But that's it wasn't exactly there. what I wanted, and that's what I thought it sounded like. But then I listened to his, I'm like, oh, this is way better, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, so you know, shit like that. And so it's like, this was the first time that literally. You know, the only thing anyone else done was the mastering. And, and you know, you've, you've seen what a novice I am in the studio. So for me, this is kind of a big deal. No, I mean, <laughs> but uh, listen, man, I've put out 40 records
1: probably. And it's still a big deal when one com- comes out for me. Yeah. So, yeah, especially to have, like, your record that's, like, 100% new, that's a yeah. pretty big feeling. So Yeah, for sure. And
0: I, I did it the way I wanted to. It's, like, you know, it's four very different tracks. Mm-hmm. You know, the first one's, like, kind of like, noisy, acidic, like, almost, like, I don't know, like Theo Parrish doing techno or something like that. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not comparing myself to Theo Parrish, but you know what I'm saying, like yeah. they, they would, that in that style or whatever. In that vein, yeah. And then the track after it is a track called "Dark Times," and that's like you know, kind of deep and dubby or whatever. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not so into that one. Um, and then, <laughs> but Brian liked it. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, "Unhinged" is on B1. That's like, like, kind of, I don't know. It almost reminds me of like, remember uh, EBE? guy from, like, West Coast, like, kind of, like, dare I say, tech house guy, like, I don't know, like, back at the time when, like, Kit Clayton and, um... It doesn't ring a bell, but maybe if I heard you'd, something... You'd dig these records, okay. like, for sure. I mean, they're, they're, the. But, yeah, either way, just, you know, just kind of techy. For some reason, and,
1: I keep associating that to, like, OCH or something, even though I'm... Sure yeah, it's no, that's really way different. too
0: new. This guy, the yeah. EBE would have been, like, the 90s, like, late 90s. Okay. Um, and that's, that one kind of reminds me of that, and, and, um... And then there's In the Clouds, the last track, which is basically just a bunch of toms. <laughs> toms and snare rolls. <laughs> That'll work, man, you know? Yeah. So I mean, like, uh, you
1: know, even on, on the new Hot Nome, there's like that percussive track yeah. and stuff like that where it's just toms and snares and like yep. that shit. Or even like some of the new Matrix Man stuff that really, that's even though it's like, or fucking, you know, a Jeff Mills jam out on the 909. That stuff will, to the, to the end of times, always do the trick, right. you know? I mean, obviously, some are better than others. Yeah, but you know, definitely. Um, but that's cool. So, I mean, a lot of my producer type friends, I've found, you know, at first when they have their kid, they kind of piece out for a while because you got to learn how to be a father or mother, or whatever. Yeah, I definitely did that. But um, yeah, but I think it because you're forced to kind of use your time a little bit more precisely mm-hmm. i would say that some of these people had become even more prolific in the studio yeah after their kids because they got more on the line and they're more they they're more mature with focusing their time so yeah. do you see like is it going to be another six years or do you see like no. i'm going to get something out relatively hopefully soon
0: no because i mean that just like you said like when you know when elliot couldn't uh when he couldn't walk you know what i mean when yes. i would just like sit him in the little bouncer like next to me you know that's what i did you yeah. know what i mean i just like fooled around in the studio and like like you know and basically got myself up to the point where i should have been a long time before i mean you've, you've we've talked yeah. a lot about like frustrations with, with me and me in production like i'm just mm-hmm. like you know i always hate my drums you know what i mean so i spent a lot of time like really kind of getting in there and figuring out how to like you know, lay the drums out so it doesn't sound really super muddy, and, and also not super clean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just I don't know how many tracks Wind to run it out and everything. Yeah, you know, which I w- could never ever do before. So like, that, I spent a lot of time doing that, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, none of these, none of those tracks, none of these tracks were written during that time, but it was. I don't know. I just used it all for like learning. You know, and mm-hmm. he was, and he was, you know, he was cool with it. I think.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's like
0: just sat there, and you know. Well,
1: you know, later on in life, he's going to hear, like, he'll be out in Gorlitzer Park or something. you got the hippie drum circles going on, and he'll be like, why does this strike a chord or something? Well, that's what he did on Mayday. It'll he be, went yeah. right to the drum circle. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> there you go. Serious. You know, there's that, there'll be that, like, nostalgia. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like, the first time you, like, you smell someone smoking weed when you're in high school or something, like, dude, I've smelled that smell before. Maybe right. it's your crazy uncle or your dad sure. or something. You're just like... This rings a bell. I don't know why. But right. You're like this was around a lot. That's a. Was that just me? I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, you got the record out. Yeah. You Were were you just back in the states again for i've years? <laughs>
0: I've been in the states um a lot in the past like s- eight months or so. Um. Yeah. I think I've been back six times in the last eight months. Damn. Something like that. Like so, you know, because the wedding we got married in in October. October. Yeah. So it was like. Yeah, from the end of oh, that's why I had to finish the EP because I was I had to leave to get go get married. That's yeah, <laughs> that's why he needed it. Anyways, uh, yeah. So the and, and yeah, I've just been I just keep going back for like these weekends and stuff because it's kind of hard for me to to go for a period. Of time yeah, now. you know, it's not fair to Heidi. You know what I mean? I, of I, I, course, you're a family man now. Yeah, and you I know. mean,
1: I, maybe maybe you disagree, but for me, I find it kind of harder the longer i'm here it's harder for me to go back for longer periods of time yeah um it's not that i'm like now anti-america or something but it's like if i'm away for too long i kind of feel like i'm almost on a vacation i shouldn't be on and i'm spending money that i don't need to be spending right you know what i mean like a lot like my friends personally a lot of them have kind of like moved on and they got shit going on sure it's kids or whatever so like if i go home i'm like yo i'm here to hang out everybody's like that's awesome but I'm busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just kind of like, well, then you're sitting around mom's house like, yeah. looking at your phone. It's and, totally
0: what happens with me, you know. Yeah. And, it's, and it's great to hang out with mom because, you know. Of I, course. I, yeah, but. you know. But, I, yeah, she's got like two dogs and stuff. And I'm just like sitting around her living room watching CNN or mm-hmm. MSNBC, like waiting for her to Which, get home. I got no car. You know, yeah. I mean, the burbs, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it, it, can, it, can, it ends up getting a little bit rough. It's, Plus, it's like nice. you said, it's like everyone I know from Detroit that, that I was like friends with like growing up or whatever they've all moved. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there, a lot of them aren't there at all, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I still got, like, a good handful of friends, you know, sure. there and everything. But they've all got their own shit going on, yeah. too, you know? And
1: It's great to have that downtime. But, like, yeah. you know, as you're into your 30s and, and forward, you're just kind of like, oh, man, I, I actually have shit that I should be doing right. back home or whatever. So, right. but, um, so I mean, it's, it's obviously safe to say then that, like, still your your biggest – market demographic crowd would be more
0: for the states or at yeah. least the amount of gigs and yeah i would say that I, I mean
1: i think now that you you have this record out it could definitely help because like bunker is uh it's impressive how they built it up just from like the weekly in new yeah. york let's say what was when did it start 13 years ago
0: uh or was it even longer close uh, i think might maybe a little bit longer than that because i think the 10 year was i think the tenure was 2013 so yeah, I, mean, I guess yeah, about, it's, it's about that yeah yeah so i mean i should know that (laughs) but yeah
1: but i mean i really feel like since the tenure that as a
0: organization click group whatever it's it's really blown up yeah the label the labels really helped that a lot i think Mm -hmm. you know you
1: know i mean like you have uh you guys in the states have a a great core of people carlos and mike and yourself etc patrick russell exactly a lot of good djs and then you got like. Donato, the master, and, right. and, and from Italy and shit like that. So I mean, it's it's a good group and uh, it's it's relevant to what's
0: going on right now. So I right. mean, I th- I think it can only go forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, we'll see. You know, I, I, I think it. I I yeah. I don't know. I I definitely. Uh, I mean, I've got. A, I'm already working on the next EP for, for Bunker. So nice. There's, there's two tracks. There's one track that Brian def- that he said he, he definitely wanted, and then one that he thought was pretty close. So awesome. But yeah, but then again, I haven't worked in the studio for a couple weeks now, again. so.
1: Well, you just got to get, you got a little bit of time before it goes full on summer. So. Yeah, sure, sure. But I mean, so um, I know like as a DJ, you're still, you're buying still a shitload of records. Uh, you're still fully, how was that? Still fully into it, but um somebody threw something down from the thing <laughs> they pre- they're back yeah they 're back again <laughs> uh but yeah, like buying lots of shit like what uh i mean have you you always kind of had i don 't want to say like the Derek place sound, but you've always kind of had a foot in like the whole acid star sort of yeah. like detroit style, uh, but i mean like is there anything especially at the moment that you like you really feel like? You're into, or maybe is like the next thing. Are you kind of
0: just sticking to your roots, or um, I mean, you know, I've never been one for doing that. You know what I mean? Like figuring out like what that was going to be. Oh, stuff like this is going to be huge. Like if I if I were, to or, say but that I mean, about, do you have a
1: feeling, or I, f- I have a feeling
0: that there's going to be a lot more electro coming out. Um, like real electro, mm-hmm. I think that seems to be the uh, the the trend. I, you know what I mean? And which I was bitching about it like two years ago. Yeah, and now it's like I'm, I'm, some people are doing it really, really well. Like there was that that uh, like Boris. I think Boris from Conforce like did mm-hmm. did something under under a different name that sounded almost like Autechre ish. Like yeah. then I, I bought it. I just can't remember what name it was under. Um, I don't remember that, either. It was but... like a few. It was like a couple. It was a few months ago. I opened. Well, did... I do open a podcast with it, but it's and... so good. And um, But then there's you know, other ones that are that seem to be coming out, and I'm just like, oh, this is just trying to fill a void. You sure.
1: Know? But I mean, I still like, you know, I think ERP is pretty fucking awesome sure. and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, it used to be, I feel like maybe around 2000, it wasn't that hard to find decent electro, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, when the electro class thing came, it right. got so fucked up that sure. nobody
0: even looked for good electro anymore. Right. And uh, I think like one of the only guys that was really making it was Matrix.
2: Yeah, basically. <laughs> you, know what I mean? like, yeah.
0: you know. I mean, it, him and uh, oh God it was, oh, who's Carl Finlow. Who's uh, he? Um, you would know his moniker. I can't. I can't remember what it was. What it was, but his real name was Carl Finlow. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. But
1: um, yeah. So I mean, basically, uh, I, I definitely see it coming back. And honestly, like whenever it gets played at the party, people are down with it. Oh sure. And like, you know. I don't like to get too stereotypical or anything like that, but I notice, like, especially at these parties where there's the electrodes and stuff, the girls go fucking crazy for it. You know what I mean? And people are like, well, not all girls like the same thing, but I'm just saying, listen, the (laughs) the times that I saw it, like, they were more crazy about that than fucking House or Techno or or Dubstep or any of that shit. Women
0: respond to bass, man.
1: That's right. (laughs) But, and, you know, the thing is, though, is, like, I never would have imagined um, that... uh, minimal would have blown up as big as it was sure. it makes sense and now i mean like i see right now you have a lot of these like deeper kind of djs like uh you know rod Hod and maybe dixon and these like um which they all kind of span different realms of deepness yeah but i could definitely see more of like a groovier uh almost prog house leaning sort of uh, thing coming back in a way yeah you know not full-on but just deeper music rather than like intense big
0: breakdowns yeah big i mean room. i'm 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 fairly fairly tired of hearing the same type of techno all over all over town and all over the world you know what i mean it's it's it's,
2: it's been it, a it's sh- gotten
0: pretty monotonous and everything's really gray and like i don't know I, I i yeah i don't know i don't even know how to like say it without it was sounding like just a grumpy old man it, it
1: it's been an issue for me too um i mean i think like it's getting a pretty, pretty tunnel vision. Which, which, uh, silicon, alias was it?
0: silicon scally.
1: Okay, that was the the alias of mm-hmm. Carl Finlow. Yeah, I don't. I gotta check it out. It doesn't r- ring a bell off the top of my head. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I mean, like, uh, that's why I was kind of asking if, like, because you're buying so many records and shit, like, if you're just like, dude, there's something that somebody's missing out on or whatever. Because a lot of it's either like this, uh, really dark tunnel vision right. techno
0: or really groovy big room stuff like you're going to buy on beatboard or whatever. But I yeah, there's... I mean, I mean, in terms of techno, I've been really liking Tensel a lot. hmm. Um, I think his st- like, I don't know. I just, I like his whole concept behind the records too. It's just like number one, number two, number three, number four <laughs> and like a title, Damn. the same title. Um, the artwork, uh, the, like the, the, the packaging for his own stuff is really simple and stuff. Um, but I I mean, it's just, it's just really well done techno. You know, it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's slick, but not too slick. Um. You know, it might not be groundbreaking or like, you know, mm-hmm. something we've never heard sure. before, but it's it's consistently solid, you know, and it, does, it doesn't feel like he's kind of fallen into the trappings of the the, the high off off clap. Yeah. You know, and I'm so sick of hearing that. Uh, you know, I really I want to, like, kill myself whenever whenever yeah, someone doesn't. Kind of like the marching thing. Yeah, totally. I've done that stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably make those records again in the future.
1: But right. You just got to balance it. like. Everything. It's just like when
0: you, when you go out and hear a DJ and that's literally, literally, they, like the entire set he's playing for fucking four hours is tracks that have that kind of that thing going on. It's just mm-hmm. like, get me out of this fucking room. You know? yeah, totally. I, can't, I can't. And so for me, it's like it, I've, had, I've heard too many people do that. Because when I go out, it's very rare. <laughs> yeah, And if someone's <laughs> wasting my time with just that type of shit the whole time. Yeah You're like dude I got a fucking activity pass From the wife And you're making me
1: listen to this Totally you know?
0: Totally Like don't insult me <laughs> You know
1: Change it up a little bit So but. Who do you want to hear When you go out oh, DJ wise
0: I mean I don't know I mean my friends you know Well that's like, a given answer I know but. I know But it's, it, okay, it's really so come down For, for those that, of though. you Like there's a lot of people listening to the show That maybe don't know You are your friends So big up your friends For a minute here <laughs> Sure I mean <laughs> Why you know, not um, you know, it, it, he's coming through a lot more often, but Mike Servito, like if mm-hmm. he's, you know, I, I, I try to go out whenever he's playing and stuff and Carlos Sufran, of course, Patrick Russell's about to start coming here a lot more. Thank God. Good for mm-hmm. him. Um, uh, who's who I just thinking of? It's just, it just slipped. It just slipped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and Brian even, you know I mean? Brian, yeah. Brian's coming through town a lot more too. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, just, it's just nice to see, you know? Yeah. Oh, Jason Kendig. thats who I was thinking of. Okay, you know? but cool. these are all people that, when they come through town, you know, they they reach out to me. Like yeah. I purposely do not know what's going on around town because chances are I'm not going to go out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like because, like for instance, <laughs> this is a record since the, since since Elliot was coming, I went out three weekends in a row just now, like one night each weekend. You know, and almost every time I stayed out longer than I was supposed to. Yeah, you know, and like. And then, you know, then I'm, then I'm hung over for the next like two or three days because it really takes it me hurts, that long man, to catch yeah. up now. And, and it's unfair because then Heidi has to pick up the slack, you know. And it's one thing if I'm out of town and I'm working. Yeah. It's another thing if it's the third weekend in a row and I'm at Cotter Blau till eight in the morning. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like, you know, so and, but she was okay with it because it was May Day and everything. But, you know, she's the best. Baby, I love you. She, <laughs> yeah. is, the, she is the best. She is the best <laughs> wife a guy could ask for. Uh, very supportive and totally gets it. But yeah, it's me that feels really bad about it.
1: Those are some serious brownie points. He just scored. And I mean, every, I absolutely believe you. She's cool. You know I mean? For sure. So, but yeah, so I mean, I get it though. Like you got friends that are coming through and, and they are good DJs. Like they've proven themselves uh, time and time
0: again. Um, But I think that's what it comes down to the most. What I meant, what I meant to say is that like they're reaching out to me. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why I end up going out. Yeah. Um, It's, it's, you know, uh, it's pretty rare when I just get to just go out and, you know even hear people i've never heard of before you know mm-hmm. so yeah i mean the thing is is like
1: uh and i it again it's a, because we're in this city we're also spoiled like even if the like family aside like if you're still single i mean i'm sure maybe you'd go out more but like you'd still be like you, you just can't simply go to everything no, whereas like if impossible. you're still living in detroit or one of the u.s cities you jump at the opportunity of probably anybody that comes through yeah you know like uh i think in minneapolis soon there's a show that has four and ben ufo which for minneapolis that's a huge that's show, massive, that's massive yeah billing. but for
0: here it's like yeah Sunday.
1: if somebody's like you want to go out to that and i'd be like mm, no and nothing yeah. against those guys right i just like you got to pick and choose your battles yeah and these days for me it's not so much about who's playing but mm-hmm. who's going right. you know like if my friends uh aren't you know, they, they make or break the party for me to have a good time. So sure. it's like, it's the same thing. Like if you go to the festival in Detroit, yeah. half these after parties that I end up at, I <laughs> some of them I want to go to, some of them I don't care. But I'm like, well, my friends are going there, so that's where I'm going. Whether I want to hear these DJs or not, right? Because right. I just want to have a good time. Sure. And uh, I mean, if there's somebody that I think is a like killer DJ that I haven't seen yet, or someone's putting on these records, I'm like, dude, I got to go see this fucking live set. I'll make it a point to get out there. Yeah. But. For the most part i'm not just gonna be like oh you know i like that guy from six years ago i'm gonna go try and check it out yeah sure i just pick it and choose in the battles maybe it's just getting older and i'm more boring now well you're what 32
0: now almost 31 and a half (laughs) (laughs) i was was lowballing it as a joke man oh fuck i mean i'll be 41 this year jesus christ (laughs) man the gray doesn't lie
1: no, it doesn't. You are a little gray. I've
0: been meaning to talk to you about that. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Got to get my Just for Men hook up when I go back. There you go. But
1: yeah, I mean, as you were saying, like uh, it, it does take a little bit more uh, yeah, recovery time.
0: Yeah, even, even I mean, even when it's just you know, even when it's just like me just being up, you know, late. You know what I mean? Like no, not even like getting super trashed or anything. It's just like man, it's, it just you know, it's hard for me to reset back, you know, and. Yeah, I gotta. You know, I've I, I've always been an insomniac anyway. So it's like you know, sometimes sometimes I'm going on three days in a row where I went to bed, I couldn't fall asleep till three in the morning, and then had to get up at like eight eight thirty, mm-hmm. you know, or or earlier even, you know. it's just like I don't know, it just wears on you.
1: Yeah, it's you not know. like the old days. No, it's not.
0: Got any good stories from the old
1: days? <laughs> that's yeah. one of those things. that's hard to tell right off the top of the cuff of your head, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Because um, I mean, you you had a. You know, for those it's who don't hazy. know, he grew up in Detroit, going to the parties, practically repent, you were the tour manager for Haunt for a while. You were playing fucking gigs all over, too. So it's like every yeah. weekend there was crazy shit going on.
0: Yeah. Is there I something mean,
1: else I'm forgetting that's key, worthy moments or whatever? Or?
0: No, I mean, resident bunker, resident motor back in Detroit. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it, looking back, it's all a pretty big blur, especially the New York years. Yeah. Um, the six years I lived there, like we, uh, I don't know. Like they, 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 we, It's where I really, I, I mean, I learned to hit the gas pretty hard, like in, in, uh, Detroit and even then was crazy, but things got way crazier. People started partying way longer. Like when I, when I was in New York and then it was seemed like people were starting to catch up to the level that I was at. You know, Mm -hmm. right as I was about to, not right as I was about to leave, but a couple years before then, you know? And then everyone was, was, you know, no sleep all weekend kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the norm now.
1: Whereas it's totally the norm now. It used to be like, I don't know about for you, but like if you go to the raves in Wisconsin or something, it's like, okay, six, seven in the morning, time to go home. Yeah. Right. That was a long night out for sure. And now it's just kind of like, yeah, but it's only Sunday morning. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to be to work for 24 hours. Let's keep going. Yeah. For sure. Um, You know what I mean? Of course you've, You've seen and experienced like the Berlin nightlife part of it, but I mean, would you say like compared to, you know, Detroit in the in the '90s or whatever, uh, what was a little bit more hardcore int- or intense? Like who who had more balls in that regard? You know, uh,
0: as opposed to what? As opposed like, like
1: well, I mean, I mean, like these kids now, of course, they, I'm sure they they stay out way more because they have the opportunity to right. But I mean, like.
0: Well, I think I think kids I think kids these days don't realize how good they have it, that they have a lot of willing participants to get, you know, to change the scenery. Yeah. And like, especially in Berlin, where you can just like hop from club to club to club to club and like run into like a completely different like circle of friends or whatever, yeah. or, or, or three different circles of friends there. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, in Detroit, it was kind of like, you know, you're with the same people for, you know, 12 hours or so. And it's
2: mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm for bed. better or worse. yeah so. Yeah,
0: sure. And it's like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't any any place else to go except for like my living room, you know. <laughs> so it was definitely a, a, just a smaller, more yeah, compressed yeah. ordeal. I would think so, yeah. But I think so. I think it was. I think the. But I think that the old years were more hardcore because it was so it, w- it was so crazy. Like you know what I mean. Like and maybe new or fresh. Well, or yeah. Like- well, that too. But I think. Well, yeah. Because I mean, no, it's not like we invented partying like this. You know, people have been doing it for years. Yeah. Um, at least for me that's that was it you know as i i always wanted to go longer and harder than everybody else and then it was kind of like you know i was seen as like the crazy guy you mm-hmm. know <laughs> and i'm i'm a far i'm far 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 removed from that now
1: yeah i mean you get ice cream with your kid at the corner yeah. of, over here you yeah. know it's
0: uh it's good ice cream Fraulein frost right? there you go
1: <laughs> but i mean like yeah but I mean, if you were still going that hardcore that'd be fucking insane yeah i mean we have mutual friends some of whom are, are DJs and stuff that are still just as
0: insane as they were twenty years ago. Yeah, some of them and, with kids, yeah, and it's like, wow, how do you do it? Fucking incredible. Like man. you know, and the, and the only thing I could think of is that they make more money than I do. Yeah. You know what I mean, so they bring more to the table. And you know, well, what I, I mean, that, so that, that that's where my guilt would come into play.
1: Well, sure. I mean, that that part definitely. Money will solve a lot of problems. Anybody who says that money isn't everything is full of shit (laughs) because when you're broke, it's everything. And then when you got some, it's nothing. You know, but, um, you know, there's still at the end of the day, it's like you said, you come home and you're hungover for two days and your kid's like, Daddy, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like,
0: yeah, I'm like hiding in my room, like organizing files on my computer, so that I don't have to like stumble over my words to talk to my son. You yeah,
1: know? you know, like I, I there's,
0: a, you know, I was talking to one big DJ, and he's just
1: like, you know, I'm really struggling right now because I'm trying really hard to be a good dad, and then I come home, and uh, you know, I'm already traveling a few days a week, and then I just can't give my kid the right. um, the attention he deserves. Yeah, and it's it's not even that like. He's partying. It's just right. the fucking. I'm exhausted. I'm yeah. so busy for making twenty grand a weekend or whatever right, these people exactly, make. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it, like everything. Like I say all the time, it's it's a balance. But uh, yeah, I, I just
0: I think I I couldn't keep up at that level. Yeah, you know. No, I I couldn't either. You know, what I mean, it was it was it was time. It was uh, him, Elliot coming. It was like kind of like the bright time for me. The best you know what I mean? thing, yeah, yeah. Like when it, when he first came, it was. I still felt like there was a little bit of that in me, um, but I think it was more m- m- like muscle memory. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? I Think it was more like I'm, just, getting, I'm getting that's cabin just fever how you know, or, something. Life or something, right? But now it's like I'm so comfortable, just like you know, watching a movie with Heidi on the couch on a Saturday night, and, yeah. you know, cooking dinner together, and you know, making sure he's still sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you know,
1: and. I I feel the same way. I mean, I I still... I need to go out like once a month or every couple months just because I I got that in me. I I actually really love the music. I'm not just fucking buying records to make money. Um, But, you know... like, for example, I said last night I, I didn't go out to the Richie Hotton mixer unveiling thing because of the chaos at my house. But, I mean, I haven't been to a boiler room in ages, and I've got nothing against a boiler room. But every time I go there, yeah. it's like standing in the airport in that little smoking room yeah. where everybody's shoulder to shoulder was. Dude. It's so packed. Yeah. So like It was I, like that last night. And I, that, turned that, it I got I got. Did out. you go there?
0: I had to work. I was demoing the mixer. Oh, okay. So I was there from 3.30 in, in the afternoon because we started the demo at 5.00. And then uh, eight o'clock, the private thing ended, and then boiler the room opened up, and then I uh, I was let off the clock, uh, let off the hook around ten, and then you just because it out. just turned into babysitting at that point, you know, what I mean, it was like just the, the all the mixers set up, and then drunk guys coming, oh yeah, like, you know, is wailing on it, and then Alex uh, Alex Zin just kind of watched the whole thing and made sure you know no one ran off with the mixers and stuff. Okay,
1: yeah, so I mean, I, I was going to go, but then I just turned it on for about twenty minutes from YouTube or whatever, and I'm like this is fine for me. I don't, yeah. I don't need to be there right now. Oh yeah, I know.
0: I, I could barely get out. You, you know, know and, I, mean? and and, and, I was going on the outskirts of everything. And yeah, I could barely get out. I
1: mean, if, 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 uh, I don't know, like I haven't been to one of these in other cities, but yeah. if, if the location was bigger and could be a bit more comfortable, I wouldn't have a problem going because those lineups are usually cool for boil rooms and shit in yeah. Berlin and the music's usually pretty good, but I just stuff like that. It's, it's hard for me to get motivated to go out to. Yeah. But,
0: uh, yeah I don't do well with like with 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 packed crowds. I just can't do it anymore i like it, it totally freaks me out
1: i well i get um maybe a little bit of
0: anxiety yeah um you anxiety know. from getting bumped into anxiety you know what what pisses me off the most is like when it's like that is if i'm going out even not not even just now but even back in back then like you know I go out, I was going to, I dance, you know what I mean? Like, and if I can't, if I can't like dance, then, you know, why am I here? Granted, there's also nights where I like to just spend off, off to the side socializing and stuff, but it's not on the dance floor. You know what I mean? Like there's plenty of times when I've treated Panorama bar, like it was my corner bar. You know, oh, yeah, just yeah, sat totally. right at the bar the entire
1: night, you know. I've, I've probably been there with you a time yeah, or two. Yeah, you have. <laughs> but but like, you know, uh because it was May Day, which is a big holiday in yeah. Europe like in America, that would be Labor Day. The rest of the world, it's May Day. Sure. Um and uh I went out because of it was time to celebrate and uh we went and checked out like Ben Clark and Sims and Devious One and all that. And because that lineup is so killer back to back I mean, the place was fucking heaving. Yeah, like, Zach
0: said it was ridiculous.
1: It was just they—they they actually closed the regular line, and then, then the guest list line was like probably two or three hours. Yeah, that's long, what he was saying. Which I've never seen that in my yeah, life. Yeah, me neither. And uh, but anyway, um, I got in there, and it, it was definitely. I mean, I've seen it just as busy other nights because they will fill it to as much as they possibly can, but it was unbearable, and I'm just like, I don't know how anybody can actually dance because I felt like it was one of those things where people nobody was actually touching the ground. Well, probably because they were super high, but more or less because it was like the sardine can where everybody's just kind of pushing each other up. They're like wedged in there, you know?
0: Bouncing just by perpetual motion. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, But I mean, it... In a moment like that, when I got in there, I'm just like, I need, I need drinks, I need a couple shots, like immediately, yeah, just, just to, to like alleviate in, the nerves, right, right. And uh, you know, like I, I, I don't mind being in. People are like, it's so fucking hot. I'm like, well, it's a nightclub. Nightclubs yeah, get hot. Sure, I'm, I've, I'm fine with that actually, and especially after you have a couple drinks, I'm like, I don't mind sweating it out. You it know? depends
0: like, on the environment for me. There are yeah. there are places that I can deal with it being that hot, and there are places where I'm just like. Like when it's a when it's a, when it's like a sauna, like a, night, a good July August day at Bergheim, like ugh, I can't do it. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like it's just like a steam room in there, you mm-hmm. know. And it's just like night uh, Nighttime's usually okay. Yeah, you know, but you get that you get that good two in the, two o'clock in the afternoon shit. Like oh, on a man. really sunny day, I can't do it. I'm so, I'm meant to be out at the
1: lake or the beach or something like that. at yeah. That time of day, wherever I am, yes. Doesn't matter if it's Berlin, fucking on the ocean, Minneapolis. Doesn't matter, like. Sunny day, two p.m. on a Sunday. I
0: should not be in a club. Yeah, man, nobody I'm, should. I'm I'm the opposite. I'm like I yeah. I prefer. I mean I I am not much of a beach person. I'm not much of a lake guy. Like uh, people always laugh. Like you know I I I really don't uh, I don't care for going or going to or playing outdoor parties like really? day, daytime ones. Yeah, interesting. I just, it just I, I feel like it alters it alters everyone's perception of of what you know. I mean, it's nice to do every once in a while. Don't get me wrong, but like it's everyone's always gets all. it's an open air party and they get all excited and i'm just like i don't care you know i'd rather i would rather be like in a dark club dark loud club
1: no i hear you i mean like i typically you know i have always said that i'm i'm personally not the greatest festival dj either my sound's just better suited for the dark club or whatever sure but the thing that i do like about festivals or at least when they're not shitty yeah there's um People are they're in good spirits at least at those things, and it's definitely like a positive vibe. Whereas sometimes you go to a nightclub, and I'm sure you've had these parties too or raves where it's full, but nobody's really in like a excited party mood. They're just kind of like going through the motions. Yeah, and I mean that happens at festivals too, but I find more often than not, at least at the festivals, it's positive. Yeah. That being said, I'm not the biggest fan of them either.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm gonna find out this summer. I'm playing like a few of them now. So I mean I'm doing Detroit again. Um, I'm doing Dimensions. I'm doing Deckmantle, and I'm doing uh, with Knock Digital, which just got announced. Well, there.
1: those are some of the best festivals in Europe. Yeah, so. I, I'm,
0: I'm, it's, a big, it's a big summer. You know, I'm, that's I'm, awesome. I'm really Congrats, excited man! About, yeah, thanks. And two of them are going to be nighttime shows. I don't know where, I don't know what my set is at Dimensions, but two of them will be at night. Nice. I think actually, no, that's not true because uh, what's it called? I think I'm supposed to Knock Digital. I'm, I think I'm going on in the morning it's going to be all the no way back crew like in a row mm-hmm. so it's like brendan erica me carlos and brian and awesome i think i think I, ta- I think i round that out or maybe brian might be rounding like ending it i'm not sure i can't remember but. so you can get the real heads of the freaks in the morning yeah and-, and just play like you know start off really hard then just kind of sink sink deeper and deeper so that's and where i fit in the,
1: in the best i think too so as opposed to like let's say 8 p.m peak time yeah festival wise slot or 10 or whatever you right know what i mean so nice one, man. Yeah, I'm pumped. Should we get into some questions? Yeah, what, what, they're what, mostly retarded, but I'm you know. sure. Um, Given our friends, <laughs> Mike wants to know about the IRC days, MW raves, and Derek
0: PlayStation. Mike, 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 there. Who Groove? He went by Groove. Oh uh, yeah, of course, of course. Okay, I never knew his last name. Uh, well, f- why is he asking if he was there? <laughs> why are you asking, Mike? Yeah, good, que- good, good, good question. Uh,
1: well, no. I mean, for a lot of people that. Before Facebook and all this shit, and yeah. even webpages, there was a lot of email lists mm-hmm. and stuff. MW and that, Raves, man. That's how uh, a lot of people found out about parties and sure. just talk shit back in the day. And I
0: think it's all archived, right? Oh yeah, or, yeah. I, it's got to be. I, I think Chad Sponholz was in, in charge of uh, doing all that many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We should look. Yeah. <laughs> we should definitely go through. it. Definitely, I'm sure there's good stuff.
1: I mean, like, yeah. Uh, I think I was maybe talking to Josh Glazer. Who, by the way, let's throw out a plug He's doing the Rave Curious podcast Check yeah, that man. out um,
0: I listened to his
1: Yeah, yeah. Listen I just him. listened to it too, I think uh, with Adam and Ida and, no, I, was I, saying it was l- I was listening to the one that you oh, did it for him. I, I, I think we brought up Detroit Love anyway Is what I was going to say I can't remember Yeah, I don't remember but, hearing about but that. Love That was a message board Maybe it was on his podcast Or maybe it was just out at a bar Yeah But uh, that was also pretty notorious for just shit talking Yeah, and for, oh, it, was that, it, was
0: the, it was the epitome of it Like that's all that was done on yeah. there and and people didn't get it that it was a joke. You know, it's like all these people would let like totally slag you if you were new and like everyone would be coming out and like if you were nice, oh, yeah. like and then you'd meet the person you'd out. You'd have to and, get jumped into the gang basically. Yeah, basically, you know, but then you meet the person in a bar and they're like the first one to buy you a beer. Yeah. You know? That's a, I mean, I think a lot of what was was it rhythmic New York or
1: rhythmism? Rhythmism was that similar or was it more tame? It was way more tame. I feel like yeah. It was
0: way more tame. I mean it's a it, little it, bit they, more there uh... was still an acidic sense of humor on there. Mm-hmm. Um but it was nothing like Detroit. I mean Detroit love was known around the world because for, for because it was so negative. Yeah. You know, and it's like they come on there it's called Detroit love for one. So you you think it's going to be a bunch of Detroit ravers which yeah. it was, but it was like the the dirt, the gritty. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, and it was it was you know a lot of people, uh yeah, I, I don't know, I didn't make, I didn't, I I, I met a lot of, fr- I met a made a lot of friends on there, but a lot of people really got the wrong impression of me just because of you know me my my, my persona on there, <laughs> which I totally get now, but I didn't get then because it was like no, it's we're just kidding, you know, yeah. But anyways, IRC, <laughs> if we want to talk about it, fuck it, why not? Yeah, I mean, it was it was basically a chat room, it was like. Uh, uh, you know, it was you had to have Merck to, or you can get in there a lot of different ways, but I used Merck. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you just, it was all, it was instead of the email list, you can go on IRC and like talk, you know, one-on-one and for, you know, 99, 2000, 2001 or whatever. Like this was cool. You know, it was like a new way to reach all these. I mean, some of my, I met some of my best friends to this day because of like MW M- sure. Graves, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, that that's a thing that I kind of miss. I, th- I think what else when it's on the podcast, like... Uh, or actually you know what it's it was the episode before this uh with with arl and chimera we were talking about it and i said like you know the thing with facebook the problem is is that it's temporary this shit just like uh after 48 hours you never think of it again yeah Whereas this stuff is kind of archived or it's like a community so it's ongoing sure like what you said two days ago might come back and bite you in the ass right right facebook right. like i could call you out on some crazy shit today and it wouldn't matter in two days yeah people right. would be like well I but they're they're cool, right? Yeah, and they're, they're so. fine now, right? Uh anyway, I
0: wonder if does IRC even exist anymore, do you think? I IRC know. does. I mean IRC will never go away. Um but I, I don't I don't think that there's an MW Raves. No, I'm IRC sure there the isn't, So
1: Um Let's talk about your first love, Dinty Moore beef
2: stew. <laughs> Gay coffee.
0: <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I I particularly enjoy myself some Denny Moore beef stew. It bums me out that we can't get it here. So it's like whenever I go home, I yeah. li- I like to fill up a record crate like full of. Uh, there's a bunch of canned foods that I like. You know, oh yeah, you can't get you can't get Progresso uh, clam like New England clam chowder here. So I'll bring some of that home. Uh, Corn beef, a couple you know shitty cans of corned beef hash. Yeah, you know, I can't eat them when Heidi's around because it stinks <laughs> out the house for a couple of days. But. <laughs> She's going away in in January in June, so uh, it's going to be a corned beef. There will, I will be eating some corned beef hash. <laughs> um, what else? There's, I mean, there's, well,
1: that's the thing. Like you, a lot of people they go and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to buy these fucking Nikes I've been looking forward to." And you're like, "Dude, I'm buying junk food or pantry food," and you yeah. you bring back a suitcase
0: of it. I mean, did you did you ever come to the apartment when I lived with Kate? Oh yeah, you yeah. Had the, you had like a display. Yeah, it was a shrine. I mean, yeah. it was just you know everything. Yeah, I, I, the, and, but a lot of that stuff you can get here now is too. So ricearoni, yeah. you know, I've got to yeah. bring back some rice ricearoni. I like that shit. And yes, yeah, right. so, you know, but Heidi's the one that's teaching me. She's like, you know, you know, we can just do this, right? You know, we can just make this. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, and what do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> can you get the packets of seasoning? Or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how do you do it? Hey, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, and then she'll she'll whip up something. I'm like, oh man, you're a good cook. She's like, it's really basic uh,
1: Adam Lee says, ask him about Kevin. I'm assuming Kevin Reynolds.
0: No, Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Let's hear about it. I had a pet piece of bacon. Like we were, (laughs) 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 this would have been 19 or maybe 2000. Yeah, it was 2000. Uh, Rich's birthday party up at the lodge. He used to rent out this lodge. He did it Mm -hmm. three times. Um, three years apart from each other, I think. And, uh, yeah, we um yeah, it was 90 yeah, 9497 2000. Yeah. Anyways, there's this place um uh on I guess on I75 when you're driving north from Detroit called Birch Run. It's like a okay. outlet it was like, you know, it was a big outlet. now there's outlet malls everywhere, but this was like the first like outlet mall in Michigan or whatever. And across the street from Birch Run is a restaurant called Ponies. Mm-hmm. And this place basically like you order you order eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and you get like this massive. I mean, they're they're it's overkill. It's like the the amount of wasteful f- shit that goes on at this place. It it's got to be astronomical because they give you. <laughs> there's no way in hell you're going to eat all this food. So when you get a when you get when you order a side of bacon, it's like I'm not fucking with you. It's like 16 pieces of bacon. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So one of the pieces happen to be really, 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 really thick. So, That's how I like it. Yeah. Oh
1: Christ. I that- mean,
0: someone's gonna chop that out but I,
1: but you know what i'm talking about
0: yeah so <laughs> so i took it with me to the lodge and it was my it was my pet piece of bacon named kevin and then i, I kept i kept them for years i still have it it's oh in, my god is it in a jar or something it's in a it's in a, it's in a white it's in a white jewelry box in uh, my mom's <laughs> basement like a white cardboard flip box that uh yeah it's it's uh, if the maggots haven't ate it away either. i saw it a couple years ago it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's totally are you, are you saving it for your kid or no, what no <laughs> no i don't I, No, i just haven't had the heart to throw it away i'm o- i'm basically only saving it because guys <laughs> like Adam Lee will ask about it and i gotta say i still have it. you're doing it so.
1: it so they can live vicariously through you basically uh, i just
0: got to live up to you know live live up to the code i guess you know it's like yeah no i mean what's it really hurting having it around it's all like it's petrified now. I don't think it would I don't I don't know if it would even can be considered food. Oh, hopefully not at this point. It <laughs> never got moldy or nothing though. It just like turned into like beef jerky.
1: Kevin Reynolds wants to know Jenkos or Qs.
0: Qs. I don't Qs. think I ever had Jenkos. No. And I don't think I ever bought Qs. They were all hand-me downs. I think Karen Gage gave me a pair of Qs and I think Carlos Dufront gave me a pair of Qs. I don't I don't think I ever actually bought a pair of Q I never did. Handwear. You know,
1: Jinko's are coming back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Again, I got to explain this because the show is <laughs> fucking global. The fat pants that all the American Ravers wore back in the day, Jinko's was probably the main brand, I guess. there was I think in, De- some in, others.
0: in Detroit, it was more Q. Was it?
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it started off Jinko's in my little land, yeah. and then it moved on to Kickwear because they had bigger pants. I was pipes just going to say shit. Kickwear, yeah.
0: 64
1: inch around the around the, the ankles and shit. Unbelievable, dude.
0: Yeah.
2: Man.
1: Yeah, but yeah, they're back. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Well,
2: I mean,
0: they're technically skater pants, right? That was the, that's what they started off as. And then the ravers started wearing them. Yeah. So Which the is funny used to have because all the time
1: when you're skating, that's maybe the worst thing to have is big ass pants. Right. Like you want that shit to be tight so you're not eating shit or you know? wind resistance, man. And yeah. Got to so. think about this shit. But uh Kurt wants to know if you ever put it, uh put your balls on anyone's windshield at the compound on the winch on a
0: windshield i don't yeah. know I don't think so oh wait oh yeah I, <laughs> I don't think so oh, oh, i to- i totally did I totally <laughs> did no because when you when you when you talk about the compound you think of all awesome people like I don't even think about like the negative but there was yeah there was there was one guy who's uh that Kurt basically wanted to wanted leave. I can't remember what the reason was, but he, he, they wanted him out of the party and he wouldn't leave. And so we all just did what, what anyone else from the Midwest would do and just start fucking with the guy. Yeah. And course. he starts talking about like he, I can't remember what his name was, but he, he starts talking about how he had like the, he was in the top 10 of beat port, like for the house section, like this week or whatever. And he's telling everyone from drop bass this. And like, everyone's like, I don't care. You're still an asshole.
1: Look at all the fucks I
0: give. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You know, and and he starts like, he said, he he starts talking about Detroit, but doesn't realize that, you know, there's someone from Detroit there. And like, I I can't remember what it was, but I said something like, I joke jokingly was like, well, you know about Woodhaven? And he's like, oh dude, I know all about Woody. And I was like, like, really? Because we don't call it Woody. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's fucking woodhaven no there's no nickname but yeah so like when 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 they were leaving i can't remember why but i i i pulled my balls off and pressed them against pulled my balls out and pressed them against the window that dude got off pretty scot free in my opinion yeah, cuz the been thing
1: worse. is like these days like i don't know maybe it's people are politically correct there's a lot of talk these days that people they allegedly humans have brains and that like we're better than other animals so we should be more Responsible and mature about things. Fuck all that. I say throw yeah. that all out the window. Like when, when when we were coming up doing these parties and stuff, we're just like even at house parties, if someone got out of hand, like you you take matters in your own hands. Like Kurt, we were in that episode, we were talking about uh, duct taping this dude to the tree because he yeah. lost his shit.
0: Were you there for that?
1: Um, I was at the party, but I didn't see the dude duct had, taped up. It, yeah, no, there's yeah. videos online.
0: No, it was right next to us.
1: No, incredible. <laughs> so, but we're I mean, right you know, it. stuff like this, like you take the law into your own hands and some people are like well it sounds like you guys are a couple assholes it's like no it sounds like some people get off too easy like right. you know you get some some drunk person that comes up or like some sassy girl like um you need to leave you know what i mean this kind of <laughs> shit it's like you told this 300 pound drunk fuck you right. know what i'm saying he's gonna listen to you like right uh, there was another party. Uh, my friend Dennis used to do a bunch back in the day. It was kind of like a little camp out for like 50, 60 people. Yeah. Some hick came out of the woods and got all fucking crazy, so they basically pinned him down on the ground, and they were never going to stab the guy, but I think they like threatened with a knife, like, dude, you got to chill the fuck up. Whoa. You know what I mean? Right, and this right, guy right. was uh, into yoga and shit. He's <laughs> He's not... I mean, to, to picture him with the knife is hilarious to begin with because yeah. he's just not that guy. But it's just like, dude, you know what? Especially when you're talking about um, throwing an illegal party and stuff like that, the, the the whole like let's try and be responsible thing goes out the window. Sure. I'm not saying uh, resort to violence. Yeah, yeah, there but- are times when if one of your friends is out of hand, you know, you got to knock them out. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, But it's for their own good. You know what I mean? Sure, and they're, sure, sure. They're, and there, there's times where I've I've seen
0: people happen. They're like, yeah, that probably needed to happen. You know? What yeah. I mean? I mean, I got friends that I, I hell, myself at some point I should have been probably knocked out.
2: Yeah, you know,
1: and <laughs> just like you would have saved yourself some embarrassment. Right. You know what I, mean? I think I
0: think with I think with me it's always like, yeah, you know, we could we could knock him out, or he he's eventually just going to do it to himself. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> just let him run off his yeah, steam. Just let let him work out his karmic karmic yeah. debt. But instead, they're like
1: nowadays, you need to leave. It's yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew wants to know about your bombs over Baghdad set around two thousand or two thousand one in lexington michigan
0: uh, I mean that's what they call it uh yeah i mean the they it this was actually um it was just a living room okay so first lexington lexington Michigan it's uh just be- just above Port Huron and it's like uh it's right on the water and in in the winter first of all it's all I, like all the the ice from i guess like Lake Huron, yeah, I guess it's just Lake Huron. Like, well, it comes to a point, so you've got all these crazy thick sheets of ice, like you know, like sometimes like ten feet thick or whatever, and they're all stacking on top of each other. So it's like eventually, you know, you just get the one little area, but all the stuff on the side is just like crazy mangled sheets of ice. It's really quite cool you know Mm -hmm. so this is like kind of the backdrop outside and everything and we i finally showed up to this party that my friends were putting together it was just like it was just a house party and in the living room i I think i played for like four or five hours or so maybe i don't know maybe it just seems like that long but but it was definitely at the arc like so it was um how i remember it anyways it's like you know i started off playing like really hard and then as the sun came up it just gets like playing softer and softer and softer and softer and softer, sure. softer, and then everyone like finally like even just stopped dancing, and everyone was just kind of like sitting on the couches or sitting on the floor and everything.
1: That's how I see a morning going. Sorry yeah, to sure. interrupt you, but that's totally. my opinion.
0: Yeah, you know it was it was it, it just was really really nice. Mm-hmm. Um and and then I th- I think <laughs> I don't know I I, I want to say that just as a joke I threw on bombs over Baghdad at the end of it but then again i might have i might have just played it during like the crazy part and maybe that's what everybody remembers but that's what they call the set but i don't you i don't just recall like, that part just well no i definitely recall playing bombs over Baghdad. i know why they call it that but i don't remember <laughs> the exact moment when it happened whether it was like in the middle cuz i used to play it all the time mm-hmm. i used to play i had the acapella so i would run it like over techno okay. <laughs> like just let the acapella ride what
1: speed was that at i mean oh it was fast i yeah, mean this yeah. is back when i was playing like 132 almost, like 133 but i thought normally. that was almost drum and bass speed that track
0: um well, if you slow it down, it was, yeah, definitely, it was definitely at like negative eight every time I did it.
1: Because you used to be able to play like uh, Jay Z's "Big Pimpin'" with techno too, because it's at roughly it was like one forty. If you pitch it down a bit, you could fit it into anything in the one thirties.
0: Okay, you know, I think even Rolanda see, I, I still it. I still think of "Big Pimpin'" as as if it well, was one forty. I would play I think the instrumental.
1: You wouldn't want to do with the vocals. It just uh, doesn't fit
0: with no. the techno set, you know. But, but I was saying, I, you would you you consider it to be really fast? I consider it to be really slow. You well, I'm saying thinking like by I, today's in, standards. In my, no, I'm saying in my internal clock, I think oh. of it as 70 BPM, where you think it would be 140. Like how I hear that song. Oh yeah, I yeah, hear yeah it Like yeah. slow. Oh yeah,
1: no, I, like, I hear it. Well, I, right. I do too. But I'm saying if you double it, it, it works. Okay, with 140. I got it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. But anyway, I mean that's cool that there's tracks like that that you can pull off with that kind of stuff. Oh, I
0: used yeah. to. I mean, yeah, I used to do stuff like that all the time. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I guess to an extent, I still do. Like I, I like throwing in something. I like. I like the idea of integrating pop music into like and when I say pop music, I mean like good pop music, yeah. not just like fucking playing, you know, something stupid. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like back in I would I would I, 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 I don't know. It was always a guy named Billy Bob, this DJ from Detroit. He was actually uh, uh, he ended up being in, in Detroit Grand Pumbas eventually, I believe. Um, he would play every Friday night at uh, the shelter with Mike Huckabee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not at the shelter in the Burns Room of St. Andrew's Hall. Um, and Billy Bob, to me, like when I first started DJing, he was like a massive inspiration because it was like he was just so goddamn fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he he was just the funnest DJ in Detroit. You know what I mean? He, especially when he'd play like at parties and stuff, he'd play everything. You know what I mean? He yeah. he, he he his license play is techno. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was just a fun guy in general. He was a fun DJ, he played fun records, and he just wasn't afraid to play. Something extremely popular, if it could, if he could make it work, and he could get away with it. So that was something I adopted, like really early on, was like not being afraid to play, like you know, a, a pop song, like gotta, in the middle of everything. You got
1: to remember, it's a party. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people forget that these days; they're so lost in the trends or the the machinas and tractors and right. mixers and all this that it's like, at the end of the day, don't forget: is this a party track or not? Right. I mean, it shouldn't always be an obvious thing, but right.
0: yeah. No, I so agree. So it's,
1: it's people like that. Like even some of these people that have these this like borderline kind of purist taste, whether it's house or techno, yeah, you know, they're like everything's gotta be so fucking serious. Yeah, and then like, they're like, no, it doesn't. But I also love Sven Vaith. <laughs> like they all have like a they have like this uh, you know, secret love for something super cheese ball, right? You know right, right. What I mean? right. And that's because I don't care who it is if you're a fan of dance music, like there's gonna be some record or some DJ that kind of like hits that soft spot for you that you're like, okay, when I want to be silly at party, like this guy can rock the house. right? Or,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it's, it's, it's still wink. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'll still go see wink like whenever I can get the opportunity to wink or, or even Laurent, even though he's a lot cheesier than he used to be. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? But still, it's still just a, I mean, if, if nothing else, it's just, it's off topic here, but it's like, it, if nothing else, it's just a joy to hear the mix. Yeah, I you know mean, know. and the way they can program a nice, like, long set, and with all with you know with the ups and downs and everything, it's just like it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, and it's it's refreshing. Yeah. too, you know, because a lot of people don't have that storytelling. No, totally anymore. Or... That's like what I've
0: always strived for. Totally, you know,
1: and it's tough because actually, well, now sets it's becoming more of a thing now to do longer sets. Yeah, but still, you know, your average sets two hours and you can't tell a whole lot of a story in that time
0: yeah it's true so
1: I mean like three's good three three's, three's kind of my magic number yeah I'm totally that's these days I request mostly to do three hour sets if I can yeah because I feel like I can kind of keep it short and concise but also go deviate off the path and like you know, get into stuff that I I really feel passionate about or whatever. Yeah. You
0: know? See, you're in a different position than me though, because you're. I think you're most of the places you're playing are like techno only. You know what I mean? Yeah. And where where I'm I'm i you know I, I I obviously do get booked for places like that, but it's they're not my funnest gigs. Like you know what I mean like I I they're not my to... funnest either though. Yeah. I mean,
1: like in the states, I play probably more house than techno.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, when... like when we played in in at Communion.
1: Yeah, yeah, that well, communion was always for me been like a mi- well. It started off with more minimal and tech yeah. house, and then now I'm just basically playing house there. But like even in New York, I mean, uh, you know, I'll do the Panther Room more than output these days. Uh, you know, I think uh, I'm going in July. I think I'm doing like three house sets out of like I'm, I'm doing six or seven gigs so far in July, and yeah, you know, whereas in Europe, I I never play house. Like maybe. Right twice a year
0: yeah i guess that's what i mostly meant because like in europe it's so much more close-minded i think yeah you know what i mean it like,
1: used to be that way at least in my opinion or maybe i didn't give a fuck as much back then but, yeah,
0: i think that was probably it yeah. I, I, I don't know like i, I mean yeah i think it, i think you're i think you're right i think it is it's a little worse now you know what i mean because it's like you, i don't know you, you, you i told i mean i i've, I've told both Bergheim and, and trezor like whenever i play I'd, i would much rather play upstairs mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'd rather play in globus i'd rather play in panorama Bar, but mostly because you can just get away with more yeah i you mean know? you
1: can play techno upstairs in both those rooms too yeah that's more, what i mean yeah. you know
0: what i mean you have more range whereas like you know downstairs it's like gray you're, you know you're locked in yeah you know like uh, although they've been they've been getting better about it like they're like people have been kind of deviating outside of that sure. which is really Detman's cool
1: really good for that yeah but you know like uh i was talking to recondite about this on the plane once because you know he's done some of those big uh, like maybe tougher records but usually does more of the more chilled out minimalist sure. kind of stuff and i was just like well and he's, he's with dystopian for booking i'm like what can i ask you something like why did you decide to what made you lean towards the softer side rather than the more banging side for things and he's like well first of all i like that shit yeah you know and second of all he's like it was something I really had to think about because it's like it's easier as an act to step up the energy and the intensity from a floor that doesn't expect it as much. Yeah. It's easier to step it up rather than to step it down on the yeah. techno floor. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's absolutely true. Yeah. And I, I kind of, even these days, like when I put out, I mean, my records have still been pretty heavy lately. But when I try to do DJ mixes, I don't, I'll still play some pretty hard stuff, but I don't want to have that be the expectation that that's all it's going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like you, like, then, like you just said, you'd rather step it up than have to step it down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So like you, you brought up minimal, like, do you still at least listen to stuff that might be categorized as minimal?
1: Big time. Yeah. You know, me too. We were, we were talking about the records over there. Yeah. Um, like that suede stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Porn sword tobacco or whatever, yeah, yeah. like there's, I've, I've actually felt like a comeback of minimal of sorts. Yeah. Um, not quite like it was, let's say, twelve years ago. Yeah. But um, there's a lot more of that popping up than people realize, and some of it's pretty damn good. Yeah. I don't want to see it come back full swing like it did in the past. Sure. But and you know, well, I
0: mean, it's it's just like anything, right? You can't you can't saturate things like to that point, and then have it not be you know annoying. It's like sure. it makes it harder to find the good records. It makes the it makes the good ones of those not stand out as much when you're when that's all you're playing. You know, I think that's what I like about that's what I, that's why I like to play the how I play anyways is so that there's chapters. You know, what I mean, so it's like you're not playing too much of the same type of music anyways, mm-hmm. and keep people interested and try to bring everybody together onto the floor. You know, totally. Um. But there's this guy uh, Ludovic Vendy. Um, okay. He most of the stuff he releases is just Vendy, and he, I mean, for lack of a better term, I mean he makes minimal. You know, what I mean yeah. he makes like, and when I say minimal, I don't mean like Rob Hood. I mean like you know minimal, like the you know, but it's really really well done, and it's not all a bunch of vacuum cleaners and stuff. It's jerky. It's got like, you know, like really cool percussion, like. I don't know. Like, you should check some of his stuff out. and do, I, I don't know. Like, I, he's been one of my... I, I did a remix for him, actually. Like, do you know any labels so people who are listening can maybe um, Google it? Honestly, off the top of my head, no. Okay. Um, but, I mean, he's, he's, he's had, like, five records out in the last, like, six months or so. Okay. Um, and I've got three of them. And they're... I mean, they're all really, really cool. Like, the... the oh, God. The, oh, the new one is on InWave. Okay. Which is like another, you know, minimal label. Is for. this uh, vinyl only stuff, or is it also digital? Uh, I believe. I mean, I bought the vinyl. I don't know. Okay. I'm really not sure. Well, I'm sure people can torrent. Yeah, it's not hard. V e n d. Buy the music. <laughs> Buy the music.
1: I'm just being a dick. But no, I mean, I I totally think that there's a little bit of a upswing in that realm. Yeah. And and for the for the sake of it, I was listening to in the last four or five months kind of a, a group of those. I was actually clearing out bullshit off my computer. That's how much music I have. Yeah, like sure. there's still a lot of the 2005 to seven minimal on there. Yeah. And Holy fuck. That was a good period for minimal music. Yeah, it definitely was so many hits and records. That'll be classics in 10 years still. Right. But there was a lot of bad shit that yeah. doesn't hold up either. Definitely. Um, but the thing is is uh and I've said it before and I'll say it again, that also forced a lot of people to really rethink everything about production, like cut out anything that's not necessary, find right. the details that are there, blah blah blah. So I think you know, you still like today, all the even this banging techno shit, whether it's uh what tensile or a CLR record or a drum code or anything like that it's all very stripped down. Like if you compare it to like a banging 90s techno record, those records are still so high intensity, energetic. Yeah, sure. Whereas today's techno is very sleek and stripped down. And that's directly still a result from the minimal era. Like yeah. less is more, Yeah. you know? And um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still a big fan of, of minimal stuff. I just, I don't want to see it at peak time. Yeah. You know, but uh, there's great stuff out there.
0: Yeah. yeah. I was just curious what you thought. Like I don't know, I just I've been thinking about it a lot, and like I, I don't know, it's like hearing like different I don't know like tastemakers, if you will, like talk like talk shit about minimal when they were into it before, and it's like, well, why don't I mean it's still like I don't know, I just don't understand how anyone can write off any genre, you know what I mean, like except like. Go a trance. Well,
1: I always <laughs> you know say, I always yeah. say, like ninety nine percent of every genre is bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a like some of those first electro house records were fucking awesome yeah, for sure. And then, like, well, we know what happened there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just depends what you're looking for.
0: Yeah, but um, I guess I'm just anti the people that vocalize it so hard. I like think- they let they, they make it their life's mission to knock something like someone like someone that used to be like really into perlon and perlon now hasn't changed yeah. but now that's just like you know whatever but
1: i mean you, you can just put it into other terms make an analogy for it there's people that have a girlfriend or boyfriend that like they loved for five years yeah. and they slept with every night. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, I fucking hate they'll go out of their way yeah. to make sure that person suffers for the rest of their life. Yeah, but that
0: person probably did something to them. We're talking about records. <laughs> you know what I mean? Touche.
1: But I mean, I, I just think like uh Yeah. I don't know. Um one other thing that I uh you know, thinking about minimal again real quick is also like uh you know, I think it's also a good time to be a Ricardo Villalobos fan too. Uh, I don't know about you personally, but like in the last two three years, I've really been a fan of uh, of his output again. For a while, yeah. I thought I was getting stale; like he's just kind of covering his footsteps. But he's kind of like injecting a little bit more housiness into it, and it's not just like the the warble ricardo sound like it's getting more refined okay maybe slightly more accessible i I mean i
0: bought the one on on Rum music from earlier this year or last Mm -hmm. year about this time i like that one a lot um but that was pretty 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 you know typical ricardo just like you know a groove you know um i'm trying to think of anything else that i might have bought i bought his uh insular or kind kind of coming that that is incredible yeah that's ridiculous
1: and uh That's actually, for those who are wondering, it's like apparently some Turkish super group. Okay. You know, because he is in all that kind of other country ethnic shit. And like the original, I mean, I like the Ricardo remixes, don't get me wrong, but the original is awesome shit. I put that record on here in the house when I've got people over for dinner or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it's like 16 minutes long and it starts off really kind of mellow and folky. And it gets so fucking psychedelic yeah, and twisted right. that by the end of it, you're just like, what is this? Everybody's <laughs> like, I got to get this, yeah. you know? So, uh, I mean, if you're not into this kind of like ethnic sitar almost kind of sure, shit, then right. you're going to be like, shut it off. Right. But it's fucking good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you do buy the record, it's got like this crazy stuff etched into it. Like, yeah. you would find on like a Turkish quilt right. or something, but it's it's in the vinyl. It's right. really crazy.
0: Right. So,
1: yeah, I don't know. I just... When we were talking about minimal, that kind of popped into my head there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of like other stuff. I mean, I remember the, like, a, a, this is now a few years, like now, but the, that dependent and happy, uh, that set, like the two double packs and then yeah. the two singles. Yeah, that was Pro kind on. of where it started to pick up. I young, really I liked that a yeah. lot. There was a lot of it that I was way into. I, I you know, it, I didn't end up, I, I bought all four, um, but I didn't end up playing a lot of them, but I did listen to that, that CD a lot. Because they were, you know, it was all just like it was all mixed Mm -hmm. together, you know what I mean? So it was like in a in a different context rather than uh, rather than how the the twelve inches were, you know, or the the records were. Yeah, I felt like that was a good listen. That's, and
1: you know, like, uh, I mean, the guy still gets a lot of shit because he's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. Um. Apparently, it was like his his set at, at CDV on Mayday was just like, couple life, days ago. yeah, like just life changing.
1: Yeah, I heard that. I heard uh,
0: Will, Will Lynch was saying yeah. that he like teased uh, <laughs> higher he, states of consciousness for a long time. And, and it's stuff. like I want to. And when we showed up there, like when we were because so we did, did go, go, we didn't go in because it was too, it was way it was, too it's crowded. Too, always too crowded. Yeah, but we we actually saw, we saw Will and Jack like on the we were we were on the bridge, mm-hmm. and I think it was Schmidt he was just like, is that Will? <laughs> I was like, hey Will! And like you know, he gave a wave or whatever. But we're listening and like, whoever I don't know, I have no idea who was playing at the time. Probably but it might have been Ricardo, but they were pumping it and it's like you know see like Keep club division air if you if for the listeners that don't know or whatever it's more like you know heady and deep and and it's not supposed to be pumping it's like playing in all. someone's bedroom yeah and and <laughs> yeah exactly and, and 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 you're and you're more playing like for for just like kicking back you know yeah, like it's a really great place to go you know what i mean if it's, you don't like spiders yeah <laughs> There's because it's on the water, yeah,
1: and there's fucking spiders everywhere. Right, I got arachnophobia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just like I'm not sitting down anywhere. I'm putting my hand over my drink because they kind of like crawl down from the ceiling or something. I don't know. Anyway, well, but I mean, I try. Uh,
0: I'm trying not to kill spiders now. I'm trying not to get. I'm not trying. I'm, I, me and Heidi, we actually it happened over the weekend. We saw a spider on our on our patio. And we both kind of like our initial reaction was, ooh, get it out. And then we both kind of told ourselves, like, it's no big deal. It's just a spider. And it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean,
1: like, listen, if if I see a spider in my kitchen right now, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, yeah. freaking out. But there's something about when I'm standing around and I got half a buzz on with an open drink in my hand yeah. out in the woods and you got spiders the size of your palm. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm not down with it at this point. Or ticks. If it's controlled. Yeah, ticks. Ticks are the worst. You know. Shout, uh, out, shout out to Kurt. Yeah, <laughs> tick life.
0: He's got, seriously, he's living the tick life, man.
1: Uh, Adam X was actually telling me something interesting because uh, he, he had Lyme right. disease really bad. Crohn's, yeah. And supposedly, um, and I don't know what the, the truth is behind this, but apparently ticks weren't really a thing in the United States prior to World War I or two, something like that. I didn't know that. That's what that's what that's what he was saying, in that like because it's massive in Germany, it's like the biggest population of wood ticks in the world. Really, supposedly. I go the forest now. So, um, you know, apparently because everybody was over here. Whitening and all that shit they, they brought, brought them back? back with or there's also a conspiracy that says like that the they sent ticks over to fuck <laughs> shit up I don't really know that I believe that I don't and so honestly either. I should do my research on this cuz I've told this to a couple people now but I mean if that's <laughs> the true podcast? that like have you
0: told this on the podcast for a
1: couple I times? don't know you know I I I have a feeling I repeat myself on the show and I don't <laughs> know it cuz there's only so many stories I remember right. and, like only given 3 or 4
0: months it's true you know me too
1: but um if that's true that's pretty fucking wild
0: anyway so. <laughs> oh man just sending them over on a boat just to fuck with us that's yeah. that's that's some devious shit
1: yeah but i mean like but that that kind of stuff like you know everybody says that uh Everybody's worried about nuclear weapons and all that shit, but really, what it comes down to is it's like hacking and Ebola and all this kind of shit. Like that's what you got to worry about. You know what I mean? Let 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 the apple eat itself from the inside out, sort of (laughs) thing. Nice one, Confucius. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, baby. baby. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is anybody still listening out there? (laughs) Give a call. We're just kind of killing time. We got a little bit before Derek's got to go pick up his kids. Yeah, we got we got a half
0: hour. Yeah, I got twenty. I got twenty two minutes. Yeah. Well, we won't thirty two
1: minutes. We won't waste that much of your time yet. But uh, let's see. You got any more questions? Is that it? I got a question for you. Um, what do you think of uh, the new mixer from Rich?
0: I like it. Yeah, I I do like it. Um, it's taken some getting used to. Like I was, I was, uh, I was kind of enlisted to help, uh, be on the. oh god I'm sure there's a word for it but I don't know like to, to help demo it to artists and stuff like that like sure. he originally wanted me to be like traveling and and going to clubs and show you know setting up install or not installs but setting up like demonstrations for clubs to check sure. it out and everything and I just you know there was a there was a day when when I could just he could say I need something done and I would jump and then it's those I just can't mm-hmm. do it anymore you know um but I got so I got to play on it a bunch a couple times up there at the office or whatever and I mean, it t- it takes some getting used to, you know. What I mean, me not know. I understand the concept of, of parametric EQs, um, but I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily. I can't quite place how I would want to use them, like in a in a DJ setting. Sure. You know, what I mean, I can't like you. You can hear a tone and you can tell me pr- roughly what frequency it is. Yeah. I imagine. You know what I mean. I can't do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you, you, you could give, you could like name something on the scale and I wouldn't be able to place it for be you. Like,
1: I didn't even know that was part of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? So to me, it's not something I can just look at and instinctively like know how it's going to enhance mm-hmm. like me. But, um, I do like, I do like the filters on it. Um, I like that there's a couple different ones, even though it's hard to get used to cause you know, your muscle memory is sure. You know, if we're so used to Allen and Heath and I'm a big abuser of the filter on the Allen and Heath. Yeah. So, you know, having a high pass and a low pass for each channel, as well as having a master high pass and low pass that has resonance and everything like that, it's hard for me to remember which one I messed with. Plus, you know, it's set up in like in an EQ fashion, so it's like you think you have high, mid-high, mid-low, and then low. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I'm pulling up the, the mid, if I'm pulling out the lows on the channel. Um, my instinct is to put it in the middle again to to kick the bass yeah. back in. You know what I mean? So it's in, and in fact, it's the opposite direction. You know? Oh, really? So, yeah, because the, you're you got flat all the way to the left, and then on the high shelf you got or the low pass filter you got uh, oh, that's flat right, yeah. all the way to the right. So then you know you curve. You know they're both at dude, different angles. You know, would it be so fucking hard? I mean, it's
1: this was all the time on like the shitty Gemini and Newmark mixers back in the day. I
0: just want a couple kill switches, dude. Come to my house. We still got a PMC through it, two seventy five. whatever. Love that mixer, the gold uh, that, one. That was the original bunker mixer. Like that's what everyone played. <laughs> I, know, I like mean, back the, in the key day. In wasn't great, but it's, no. it's a good mixer. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's great for home. You know yeah. what I mean? Us using it in a club was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it was much smaller then. But yeah, yeah I missed the fantastic. kill switches. You know, you t- the isolators, or whatever. Yeah, you pop both the pop both the, the low and yeah. the high out, and you just got that AM good AM radio going on there. Yeah, man, that was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, I I I got invited to go check out his mixer on one of the things and I I just didn't. I yeah. don't really get off on DJ technology. I'm sh- I know things are great. I'm sure this mixer's fucking quality in and out. Yeah. But is. I just uh, I it's not something I get excited about, but I'm looking forward to checking it out and I don't doubt that it sounds amazing yeah. and all that and
0: it sounded real. I mean, the, the last, the first time I heard it on like a big system was last night. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and that was more for sound check. I wasn't there. Like, you know, I, I couldn't get into the room to go hear it anyway. And, yeah. and, and even if I had to, I probably wouldn't have gone in there. Um, but it, I mean, it sounded, it sounded incredible, you know, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be, it, you know, it's being advertised obviously as a DJ mixer, but I think the people that are going to gravitate like, to most towards it is going to be uh, like live acts yeah like I really do, um, and plus you know it's got the d sub stuff on there, and also you can link the two together, so if you need sixteen channels, you can yeah. do that I mean, it's a well thought out mixer, yeah, it
1: definitely seems future proof yeah. for the for the coming let's say five six years at yeah. least, so that's a good thing, but uh the price point is is arguable, but I understand that's not a that's quality shit, yeah, you know what I mean, and that's a thing like a lot of people talk about. It doesn't matter what gear you're getting into, and I won't go too much into the details because some people write me. They're like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about with this <laughs> gear." But the reality is, is uh, simply put, expensive stuff costs money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. if it's some people try to rip you off for something that's worthless, but right. uh, a lot of this audio gear, when you start paying over a grand for something, fifteen hundred, two grand, that's because this shit is not cheap. Like, right. to do it properly. Right. You know, it used to be like when your when your parents used to have that stereo system that was fucking just the amp was forty pounds. Yeah, and was right. Super expensive and stuff. That's because that was real components. Yeah. It wasn't like the Japanese nineties stuff where you just throw it away after a year. Right. And it's a half, designed so. to
0: break after three years. You know. Totally.
1: Um, you mentioned that you know at one point you'd be able to uh, to do you, you would do whatever for Houghton or you know if he asked you to do something. <laughs> are you able to talk about uh like the time warp story or anything or am i cutting this part out I, I, I can tell the story i guess yeah uh,
0: i mean we we got to you know i i was i was his uh sound technician for uh all of two thousand and two yeah and um you know i i'd known Rich a really long time you know what i mean mm-hmm. i've known known him since like ninety five or whatever and you know yeah you guys I, are
1: like real friends not yeah just... no, totally yeah and like we
0: we 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 um you know, he, I was a lot crazier then, you know, I was still crazy in 2002 too, but you know, he needed someone to do this job because his initial guy, you know, he's had a few since then or whatever, but his initial guy, Steve was leaving Mm -hmm. and he still hadn't found a replacement and like it was getting down to the wire. And then I, I had heard about the fact that the job was open. So I, you know, interviewed for it and you know, they gave me the job and I was kind of like, you know, and Clark Warner pulled me aside. He's just like, you know, man, you're going to have to like you know, you gotta be like professional, you know, this is back before rich was known for being like a partier and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. You know I mean? This this is back when he was, you know, nervous and frail and didn't want to talk to anybody and and everything. Now he's like the most outgoing guy in the world, you know? yeah. But yeah, so we had to maintain like this level of professionalism. So it's like we had two weekends, two weeks, like four shows each weekend or whatever. um, And finally there was time warp. And like, you know, he starts, he starts playing and you know, my job was to make sure that I was, you know, right by his side, and you know, if if you know, eventually, I you know, after like an hour and a half, two hours, depending on how long the set was, it's like, yeah, go out and have fun. Obviously, nothing's going to go wrong, but yeah. I had to be there in case something went wrong because he was using Final Scratch then, and the technology wasn't always, you know, it wasn't as it wasn't as sure. now, it wasn't as reliable. So yeah, so then he, you know, after after he just started playing Time Warp, he's just like, go have fun. And I was like, all right, fine. And so I just like immediately just started like drinking heavily, and um. I remember uh, it's when him and Dave Clark were were beefing, and I remember going up um to onto Dave Clark's stage uh, where he was playing on the separate stage at the same time as Rich and stealing his champagne. Um, and then I remember going back over, and then that's when, that's when I met Adam Bear, and like we just I, I don't know like I, we just got just trashed, <laughs> just like just hammered, just went for it, just completely hammered, and like you know he he ended up like giving me his email address written. We couldn't find a pen. So we had to use like a mascara pen (laughs) and, um, and then, or mascara pencil or whatever. And and he wrote it on a gum wrapper, which I put in my back pocket. And then, you know, once I, you know, when I got home, I had, (laughs) I looked at it and I'm like, Oh dude, I, i can't read this i'm like i know what it is and then out of nowhere i got an email from adam and he like followed up he's like i don't know if you remember me but i'm adam we met at time Warp. I'm like what the fuck are you talking about i'm like yeah of course you know which was hilarious but anyways so like rich was he was gonna stay he, he wanted to he was like yeah we're gonna change our flights and we're gonna we're gonna stay at time warp because Sven, yeah sven's yeah. playing like a Eight or ten hour set or something like to close it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, "We're gonna stick around for that." I'm like, "Okay, sure, whatever." I go where he goes, you know. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I Twist Started getting even even drunker, <laughs> and then he, you know, he, uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, "Come on, we're leaving." I'm like, "Where the fuck are we going?" <laughs> he's like, "We're going home." I'm like, "What are you talking about? You said we were staying." He's like, "No, I changed my mind. We're gonna go back." I'm like, "All right, fine." We go back to the hotel. And I don't remember. I remember getting in the van to leave Time Warp. And the next thing I remember is um, him and the manager of the hotel bu- you know, busting into the door and telling me to get dressed. Of your hotel room. Yeah, because I <laughs> I passed out while changing my clothes. And like I wasn't packed or nothing. And he's like, we got to go. We got to catch the goddamn <laughs> flight. And then I don't remember anything after that because I guess it was just such a thing to react yeah. to you know what i mean i was still in work mode but that's about all you could get out of me we got in a van and next thing i knew we woke up over the atlantic and i was in business class and i'd never been in business class for <laughs> international flight before so i'm i've even seen it so i'm just like where where the fuck am i you know what i mean i'm looking around and it's like it's like one of those egg pod. pods yeah, yeah you know what i mean and, and like the guy next to me is just like it's okay. <laughs> he's like, I'm glad you're okay. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I wasn't sure like, if you were alive even. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's like, I didn't know what was going to happen on this flight, but obviously business class is full, so I couldn't move. And I was just like, he's like, you're in business class. Everything's okay. <laughs> Everything's great. In yeah, fact, totally. And then, like, next thing I know, the girl's coming over, bringing me food and like, you know, drinks and stuff. And I'm like, wondering, I'm like, wonder if I should tip her. or anything But <laughs> like, the guys, like, looking at me, like, shaking his head. Luckily, Rich's seat was like all the way at the other end of the the uh, business class. I'm sure. I, I bet you he probably switched with the guy next to me. Like, I can't deal with him yeah, right just, now. Just like fucking keep that guy totally on the other side <laughs> But that was my that was my uh fame. That was my last. uh That was the last show of that tour. But it was. The first tour we had done, but yeah, he was like, it was like, yeah, let's celebrate, you know. And I just took it to like the. You went for it. I went for it. Fucking but, yeah.
1: why not? Like, was that your first time in Europe or one of them anyway?
0: Oh, uh, it was my second time in Europe. The first time I was in Europe was in '98. Any time in Europe is a good time. To yeah. Party. <laughs> yeah, sure, but you know, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, you remember you were on the you clock, were, but you, yeah, you and you remember how he was then too. Oh, he, he was, was super nerd at totally, the time. Totally, you know? know. So it's like, and I have to maintain that, was, that uh, image. Was
1: that that was still bald head and glasses. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, By, yeah, big time. Yeah, so um
0: I have a lot of crazy footage from that tour, like videos that that uh that we took on the road. It's really fun. Dude, you nice should tour. do something with it. He's going to do something with it. Oh, it's good. I took it for him, so I don't actually oh. own the work, but I took, so. I I have I have copies of the video and stuff. It's nice. like it wouldn't I mean, it wouldn't be so, as interesting to you as it was for me, but it's like just kind of like a nice little scrapbook, cool. you know. Yeah. Everything's in night vision. Because <laughs> it's <comes laughs> all dark ass clubs and stuff. Not everything, but most of it.
1: Yeah. Um, but I mean that that's the thing, a lot of people, uh well, actually some people know that there are tour managers, these people that travel with uh DJs, large or
0: small. Um, right. Yeah, I wasn't a tour manager. I, I specifically told him Wait, was that it, you were I don't a
1: technical guy or all whatever. technical. Yeah, okay. I
0: told him that he's like sometimes I may have to hand you like a an envelope of money or whatever. I'm like, do not ever do uh, that.
1: Well, but I mean, these days they it's an all in one package. Yeah. You're not going to have a team of people. Yeah, um, well, he he has one. He has, well, he has yeah, he does. But I mean, like a lot of people will travel like like one guy yeah. sort of thing. You know, that are doing pretty well in this business. And um, when it comes down to it. A, a TM or a tour manager, their responsibility is to, if they have to collect the envelope of cash, do yeah. that, kick people out of the booth, make sure the mixer and the sound is good, get them right. any drinks or anything they might need, like basically be their assistant for anything and everything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's cool because, I mean, a lot of these guys don't make a lot of money on the road. In fact, they yeah. make shit. Right. But you get to travel around the world, basic, and if if, you're, if they're traveling with the tour manager, you go into the, fucking coolest clubs and parties there is period and you get the rock star access yeah for sure problem is and i'm sure you experience this as a technical dude with final scratch and stuff you if if richie hodden's on at three in the morning he can show up at 245 and start but you're not showing up at 245 in the morning you're probably there at 11 o'clock at night so while he's trying three
0: in the afternoon or yeah so (laughs) like you you get my job was to get him more sleep Exactly. It's, it's he gets exactly more sleep.
1: You get half the sleep he does. If you're lucky, you're there all night and as much as you love Richie Hotton or whatever DJ it is you're touring for, you're just like, I've heard this guy play 6 times in the last week. It's the I same would same. love a night <laughs> at, at the hotel, fucking get yeah. a pay-per-view movie and chill the fuck up. Yeah, so there's a there's a plus side and a negative side to this.
0: Um uh, it was a great job. I mean, he, yeah, I he, think he paid experience. me. He paid me well enough for it. You know what I mean? Like, and and and, um, I mean, he paid, obviously my flights were covered. My hotels obviously yeah. were covered. Any ca- any cabs I took, even if it was like running around a city, you know, yeah. that was all covered. You know, all my meals were covered. You know, as long as I didn't go too crazy, but he, sure. you know, too crazy for him is way crazier than I would normally yeah. go. Anyways, I you mean, know? Dinty more beef stew. This over is here. what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, so. Me going out for a nice, you know, hundred 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 dollars hundred dollar meal or whatever it wasn't happening. Wasn't consider, no, it wasn't considered crazy. You know, oh, what I, mean? yeah. <laughs> I like so I could I could do it every once in a while if I had the time. But yeah, you know, and I told him when I quit, like I was just like, Look, if you can find one other person to do this job and I take the even numbered not months and he takes the odd numbered months or or she or whatever mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, and then the little overlap that comes with it or whatever. Sure. I guarantee you, I bet you any money that both of us will do this job for you forever. Yeah. And, well, now I couldn't because I got the kid. But Yeah, but at the time. But I could have. You yeah. know what I mean? And I probably would have because I would still have time for my own shit. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be able to do all this other stuff too, which was a lot of fun. But it's just so goddamn exhausting. You know? And Yeah. And, and yeah, so... But he w- he was like, no, because I need someone. I need consistency. I need that person to be with me for every yeah. step of the way for the whole year. And I'm like, I know you do. But if you could just bend if it a little could, bit, yeah. you know, because, I mean, I miss weddings. I missed funerals. You know what I mean? Like, oh, dude, I missed you know? a lot of shit. Sure. Just from DJ. Right. Know, and of uh, course. But, but at the time, I was still living in Detroit. You know what I mean? I remember when Laura Gavore died. Like, she, you know, she it was it was I really was sad i really would have loved to have been at the funeral my one of my best friends aaron redfield his wedding was happening at that time mm-hmm. and it was like nope you can't go and yeah. i it's just like right. yeah
1: man it's it's tough but yeah um you know there's there's <laughs> so gonna be let's leave this let's yeah. end this
0: on a bummer <laughs> so thanks for tuning in guys we'll see you next week <laughs> oh yeah.
2: shit
1: but well, actually, oh fuck! You do have to go. You have to get your 2:15? kid. Yeah, you got to leave. You got
0: to be there at two thirty, right? Oh no, I got to. I got to be go heading there by two thirty. We got fifteen minutes. What? Let's keep
1: going. All right. If anybody's still listening,
0: <laughs> I doubt it. Right? I'm going to be cutting a lot out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. not, not going to cut out yeah, there's, anything. There's a lot you can cut. Think so? Probably. Okay. Most of it.
1: <laughs> So, where are you off to uh, next? Like, let's talk about gigs and upcoming shit, uh, podcasts,
0: whatever. Yeah, I mean, gigs is uh, it's it's. I I go to the states. I am going. I am going on going to Norway, not for gigs, but for a little little family trip. We're going on a road trip, which will be awesome. And I got to leave that a little bit early to go to uh, the states, and then I've got uh, Columbus Mm -hmm. on uh, the twentieth which is nice because it's a gig I can drive to. And I just found out Cedar Point is open every day before. Oh, that's the water park, right? No, or roller coaster. Co- oh, yeah. So I'm going to Cedar Point maybe twice. Because normally when I go home for movement, it's not open until afterwards. Uh, yeah. So it's like if I'm there, I usually go home on – I fly home on Wednesday. Damn sure ain't going to no amusement park on Tuesday after the fucking festival. <laughs> it's not happening, you know. But this year – well, this year I could do it, but – 'Cause then I know you have bunker the weekend after, but then I've got like I'm playing the festival, I'm playing movement, I'm playing three after parties. Um so a lot going on. Are you which, going? Which, I'm I'm skipping this year. You are. I had I had options
1: for a Friday and a Sunday night after party. Okay. But I mean, you know how it goes coming from Europe. It's just uh it doesn't make sense as far as it comes with time and uh and money and stuff like that. And yeah. But if I was in the States, uh I'd go just because I, I enjoy seeing my friends, regardless yeah. of the lineup. But I'm staying put this year. I was there the last two or three years. I yeah. got to say, Detroit's getting fucking expensive for that it festival is. now. It really is. I mean, I went last year on my own dime. I, uh, I, I, was, I spent a lot of the time in the States last year for personal reasons, for family and stuff. Yeah. And I just happened to be around on that weekend for Memorial Day. So I'm like, you know what? I'm piecing on to Detroit. I'm going to do the festival yeah. Didn't have any gigs So I was just hanging out As anybody else would And Granted I mean I I, I paid for my Ex-girlfriend at the time But It cost me Two grand For yeah. three or four days Right and, and it wasn't like I was like Being a baller about it Right You I know mean, I was staying Just in a hotel Close by Not spent And I remember In the days Where you could get, Stay at like The Athenium Get a suite Yeah a big suite For like 94 yeah, not, bucks
0: Totally I was just gonna say
1: And I mean Those days are long gone Way, so,
0: way gone now you can't even get a goddamn hotel. No,
1: you
2: can't. Like it's the so only
0: there's only two hotels available were on 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 kayak right now to mm-hmm. to get that are downtown. One's a complete total flea bag roach motel on mm-hmm. uh, on Which Michigan. One? I can't remember. I think like Corktown Inn or something oh, like I that.
1: Got, that's a fucking worst place on the planet. But yeah. I got a good story in a minute. But go
0: on. And then the other one, and that and that was two hundred bucks a night. And then um the other one was uh the one of the casinos, uh the I guess MGM Motor I, think, town I, I think it was MGM Grand. Okay. And it's and that was like three hundred ninety six or something like that a night. Jeez, like dude. Christ. I mean my my room I'm getting through the Paxa House deal price is mm-hmm. one seventy five a night. Yeah, it's insane. And it's just like, and, dude, you know, what happened in my city? It's nuts.
1: Last year after I counted up the bills and it cost two grand, I'm just yeah. like I could have went on an amazing vacation for two grand, especially if I'm already based in Europe. You can do right. a lot of crazy shit flying out of Berlin for to. two grand. You absolutely can. So that kind of changed my perception on it all. But I, I, uh, since we're talking about the festival and Detroit stories, I got a good one. Um, we'll kind of close it off with on that note. Uh, actually, holy crap, it was 10 years ago now. I, I actually threw a party with Steve Centrific in Detroit at Buzz Bar. I, did you play at it maybe even? I know I had Mark Verbos, Ecoplex was supposed to show up, but he didn't come. Um, I don't I had K Alexi.
0: I don't I think I played at it. I don't even. Okay. I don't think I remember it. It
1: well, it wasn't uh, <laughs> wasn't the most successful party, <laughs> but um, anyway, we, we arrived a day early, uh-huh. um, so that would be Thursday to like load in, do setup, and all that kind of crap. And we had a bunch of gear. Um, Steve drove it all in. I flew in because I'm badass like that. Now, but, uh, so then uh, we decided to shack up at the Days Inn Hotel, which was down um, just Jefferson? down the water, down Jefferson yeah. or whatever. And that place, I, I've stayed in $12 a night hotels in Venezuela that were like four stars compared to this place that's Days in. It was fucking incredible. Dude, yeah. how I've never seen anything like this in my life. Um <laughs> Since I flew in, I got there maybe an hour or two before everybody else. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting in the hand quotes here lobby of this place. And like, there's this dude that, uh, you know, he he was just like so foreign, but he could barely speak English and he wasn't like helping me out. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, can I just sit here? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm just like, there's something strange about this place. Like, I felt like he knew what I was talking about, but he was trying to play dumb. Like, I didn't like he didn't speak the language or something like that. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Maybe I'm just I mean, I was this was 10 years ago. So I wasn't I came from the backwoods. I didn't know as much as I do now. And um, so these guys finally show up and we go to open up the room. And by the way, there's like these three construction guys that were out in this driveway that were just pushing these brooms of dirt there was nothing going on (laughs) just like the same spot and when i when i got there an hour or two before they were in the same spot and then when those guys came out i came out to the parking lot to greet them okay and the three guys were still there just sitting there not moving their feet just like pushing the sand (laughs) like they were comatose or something and you know we went in and basically there was a sign that said like uh pardon the fact that we're we're redoing the building or whatever okay pardon our dust yeah And I'm like, well, the the only construction that was going on was these three fucking guys shoveling (laughs) the same spot for two hours. And then so we kind of do the credit card thing with this guy, and we started carrying all the shit up into the room. And we walk past this one window, and the curtains are open. Like, this is a motel. This isn't a hotel. Yeah, right. uh, Where that means, like, the hallways are outside. So you know it's already dodgy. The rooms were 80 bucks a night or something. Yeah. And the window's open, and there's this girl. All of her, like, shit from her purse is sprawled on her bread, and She's, she's basically a hooker, like flat out. That's what it is. <laughs> so we're like, okay, this place is just something shady about this place. It's a bad place. scene. We go to our door. Grim we just, scene. We go to put the key in, in into the door, and then they just tap on the door, and the door, like wide open, just <laughs> opens up. And you see on the edge, it's just crowbarred all the fuck over. Oh, my God. And then we walk in. This place is just dingy, smoky. The headboard like someone got the bottom knocked out of him Cause it was like broken down <laughs> and up against the floor. You go into the bathroom and it's just covered in black mold. Like everything's fucking disgusting. The dude. door doesn't even close and we're just freaking out. We got like thousands of dollars of equipment right, that we're right. going to use for this gig. We're like, dude, w- what the fuck? This place isn't right. We can't stay here. We need a better, room. we got to figure something out. And so I think this is maybe the first, this was the first year that Paxahau had the festival. Okay. So this is how long ago it yeah. was. Um, and then we start to cover our tracks back towards the lobby. And magically, that fucking curtain with the hooker girls is closed. <laughs> and I look down on the parking lot, and there's only two guys grooming <laughs> up the dust down there. Surprise, surprise. This is like 2 o'clock on a Thursday, mind you. So we go back down to the lobby. <laughs> we go back down to the lobby. And this guy's like magically speaks fluent English now, you know, because when we told him, like, we want our fucking money back, like, this is basically just a brothel. The doors don't even close, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, well, no. First of all, and then we're like, we started getting like really aggressive. I'm like, you're going to give us our fucking money back. He's like, here's what I can do for you. The best I can do for you is I got to charge you for today. But then. I can't say the other days like fine, just get us the fuck out of here. We we want out of this deal, right? And then so we got the money back. We had no hotel in Detroit. Meanwhile, we're supposed to be throwing this party, yeah. And you know, we packed up all our shit, got the hell out of the brothel, which that's basically <laughs> the funny part of that story. And then we found the Athenium, which had amazing suites for ten bucks more a night, and yeah. it was like the best weekend ever. Sure, you know right, what I mean? right, right, right. But it was just hilarious, like how beat up this place was. Right, and it was just. Totally for hookers and shit. Like, the worst hotel I've ever stepped foot in. Wow. And then there was the Corktown, Town yeah. in Detroit. And that place is terrible. There was blood on the walls when I was there. I played a party with Brian Zentz or Kyle Geiger, one of those guys. I can't remember. And in the – I there's actually a picture on my private Facebook page. They got a vending machine where it's, like, thongs, condoms, oh, yeah, 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 all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. Like, it, they make no bones about it. Yep. Like, this isn't a place you're supposed to sleep in sort yeah. of thing. And,
0: this is by the hour.
1: So <laughs> – if you want to check out some techno, go to Detroit this May and Memorial Day. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. But the after, you asked what after parties I was playing. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, like, everything comes, yeah. Saturday is the festival itself. I'm tagging with Servito for like an hour. Okay. Or something like on the interdimensional transmission stage, which is going to be cool. All right. Like, the whole day is all IT artists. So that, that'll be a lot nice. of fun. And then, um,. Sunday night, or maybe that might be that might be on sunday actually i can't remember it's i it's either Saturday or Sunday at the festival, and then Sunday night is our no way back party that's kind of
1: become a staple
0: yeah you know yeah it's it's nice to see it's nice to, i mean it started off with a lot of work a yeah. lot of work has gone into that party, you know now it's yeah it's really really special um and then um Monday night, the bunker and then there's one other one that I can't say.
1: Okay, fair enough. What for for the people that are interested in No Way Back?
0: Whenever are those venues announced, or is that something? The no, you those are a, they're at ta- they're at Tangent Gallery. Um, both both of those events, uh, Hastings Street Hastings, Hastings Street Ballroom. Um, tickets are available online for both. Um, so yeah, the Bunkers Bunkers Monday night. That's with me and Servito, and then Sunday night is No Way Back, and that's, that's gotcha. All that's Anything
1: special you want to check out at the festival while you're there?
0: Aside from your friends, obviously. I mean, that's basically it now, right? You know, it's like a go and and I I I've this has worked for me for a long time and it, it's I've screwed up. I've missed a couple things randomly here and there, but I don't really look at the lineup ahead of time because mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't want to like, You don't want to plan it out too much. Totally. And then, you know, I get there and then I look at the schedule and then I'm like, "Okay, so who's on now? Oh, cool. I'll go check that out. Oh, I'll go check that out now." You know what I mean? Like you can't see it all anyways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like I I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to I've been burned well, a couple though. times cuz there was things that I really would have liked to have seen, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But overall uh, I overall my friends are probably covering that for me. Like like say if Auttecker were playing, I, I would like, know dude, that I, yeah. I would know I would know just from all my friends when Auttecker were playing. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like stuff like that. I just kind of rely on it that way. Then then there's no I don't feel pressure to see everything and get Fair it. Out enough other than that just go eat all the good food that's in there now there's so, I hear there's you. so much good food in detroit now
1: yeah it's really picking up it's mm-hmm. one of the like I, I was talking again i don't know if it was on the podcast or in person but a lot of the cities in the states and berlin started coming that way too it's like cities that don't necessarily have a lot going for it as far as tourism they're just like you know what we're gonna be a food city now right and they got like just kick-ass food everywhere yeah
0: um my only real complaint about Detroit with the, with the food, while there is a lot of it, it's all small plates. It's all yeah. like little topics. Yeah, but So it's like then you get out of there and it's that's, like, that's I just food, want a fucking meal.
1: That's a food trend that's everywhere. I know, you know, I know, like Minneapolis is notorious for that right now. I mean, yeah. every city. But like I said, it's a food trend and that's going to pass. That's yeah. a podcast on its own, man. So. We, should, we
0: could do that one. I would love to we'll do it. We'll do that. We'll do that. Hey, man, I'll, call, I'll come back as often as you want. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> we'll come back. I, know I just Kyle live
0: across the way.
1: Kyle's right next to you. We'll just... Get silly
0: Wait Kyle Kyle lives next to me now? Geiger? Well he's in Orlitzer Yeah over he, there, so. Wait really? Okay. Yeah he's
1: been there For a couple years
0: <laughs> I have no idea man I haven't seen him in a while oh, I miss good. him anyway, anyway Hi Kyle I Like, hey, like Kyle's listening yeah. This far in <laughs> Nobody's listening <laughs> I know not a soul. <laughs> you should put something right here, like a like a free gift, if anyone actually like the first person. Yeah, to,
1: Derek Lasco is giving out his new record for free for yeah, anybody that's. I'll listening. give a copy.
0: I'll give a copy of my new record away for free if you hear me say that right now. Just if you're the first person. Yeah, if you're the first. person. I will do it.
1: Yeah. So there you have it. The one of you
0: that hopefully is listening. <laughs>
2: Let's see Get how long, long it Derek. takes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, man. It's been great having you on. Thanks for having me, man. Sorry it's taken me so long to to get together with you.
1: It won't be this long next time. So
0: have a good one. All
1: right, brother.